What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar with the great Hello Sport, Eddie and Tom, Tom and Eddie. Make sure to subscribe to their podcast on all good podcasting apps. Go to Instagram, follow them, or join the Punters and Dribblers page on Facebook. Brought to you by Bloke in a Bar, the best beer in Australia. The beer of summer, the beer of sport, designed specifically to sit back. We've got the ashes on, the cricket. It's a session beer, so it's designed to have three or four, be easy drinking, smooth, refreshing lager. Absolutely beautiful beer, guys. Head down to your local independent, grab a case. If you don't know where to buy some, go to www.blokeinabar.com. Go to our store locator. All you got to do is put in your address or you put in uh, your postcode and it will show you the closest stockers. If you don't have anyone close to you, you can go into your local independent and ask them to order them. Be polite, obviously, but just say, hey, is it okay if you order a few cases of Bloke in a Bar, ALM or ILG, deliver them, and they should be able to get some Bloke in a Bar stocked in their bottle shop. It's a beautiful beer, guys. Honestly, perfect for summer. Smooth, crisp, easy drinking lager. You know, designed by the beak yourself, not by some huge corporation or whatever, created by a bloke that's just like you, that loves to watch his sport, loves to lay back after a long week of work and enjoy a smooth, beautiful lager. Also, we have some singlets left, mostly sold out. I think there may be about 10% left. So get in before they're completely sold out when it comes to the bloke singlets. Go to bloke.shop. It's open to everyone. Perfect Christie present. They're only $35 or they're $34.95. So head to bloke.shop, grab a singlet before they sell out. They'll definitely sell out over the next seven days. But as usual, let's get straight into it, baby! Just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar. I mean, what a day it is. We have the ashes. You can feel the tension in the metaphorical plums of the nation. Do you feel like the, the nation's plums are all rolled up, ready to go? Look, if we were talking like, you know, the, uh, I guess the consistency of scrotums across the nation, there's not a saggy sack in the country. They're all, yeah, they're plump and ready. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone woke up this morning with plump sacks. It's Christmas come early. Yeah. Uh, it's Christmas in Australia right now. Mm-hmm. I woke up with a pep in my step. Mm. Oh, a lot of pep. So much pep. And we've been rewarded early. The Poms are uh, three for 20. Something three for like 25. That. Three yes. for fuck all. Something you disgraceful. Could, you could also refer to it as Mitch Stark with a golden duck straight out of the gates. Mm-hmm. First ball nut. Fourth time, Denon, oh, in okay. the history of Ashes cricket dating back 150 years. 300 years, I'm thinking. Call it three, four, five hundred years that someone has got out first ball of the series. Mm. I mean, when you talk about pep in your step, that's pep in your step kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. he was pumped. He was pumped. Shane Warne less pumped. Shane Warne doing his best to shit on Mitchell Stark in the lead up to the test <laughs> and then doing his best to basically discredit what was an absolute Jaffa first up, saying it was the worst ball of the over, even though it's the only one that it took a wicket. <laughs> he literally said that. He goes, it didn't swing at all. And then, and like, then there's <laughs> graphics of it having swinging. swung half a mile. Yeah. Look, sometimes you just got to chew a bloke. Sometimes your only reaction is a great, and we've all seen it, many a great, just chip a young fella. There you go. Oh, one of the great deliveries uh, in Ashes history. It'll go down in the memories and the plump sacks of Australians forever. And Warnie's just there going, not that good, but was it? (laughs) Like, you can chip a bloke going in so you're getting the best out of him. You're (laughs) shit, you're shit, you're shit. And then when he delivers, you've got to be there with a hand around him going, brah, I hope you know that that was all for your benefit, for (laughs) the nation's benefit, for the good of the... For the good of the nation. Because now, look what I've turned you into. I've turned you into an animal that takes fucking first ball nuts. First ball wickets. <laughs> mm. But 
to chip him after a fucking Jaffa first up is a disgrace. Yeah. Isn't there? But there's nothing really more Australian, though, to just chip a bloke. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, if but you... No, I don't... I, I got to disagree there. I reckon if something oh, I'm fucking... Playing, I'm playing difficult. If something amazing yeah. happens, you, you get around it. You get around it. You get around That's it. like when Joey in 2005 tore the Queensland as a part. There wasn't a New South Welshman alive going, oh, fuck shit footy, you know what, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, he wasn't like, that good. you'd be shot for saying that. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, I'm with you. I'm just playing devil's advocate of the mm. tall poppy syndrome that we are known for. Yeah. I, I'm all for tall there's poppy. There's a time and place for, time and place for tall poppy. Not when you take a fucking wicket first ball, the ashes with an absolute peach. I think you just have to go, well, that was a fucking ball and a half, wasn't it? That was a delivery. I'll shut the fuck up now. Warney, obviously an all-time great. We love Shane. We love Shane. But as Shane's, as the distance between Shane's career uh, sort of grows... The younger generation, whilst obviously his feats are without question and incomparable, you start, like, the next generation of people younger than us are like, what the fuck's this guy on about? I didn't see him bowl. Mm. And he's out here just talking shit for a living. <laughs> Love Shane. But my God, has he got some poo to spew at the moment. <laughs> Wicket. 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 We, we don't have the cricket on. We don't have it on because we would ben, never do that to We're you. professional. Ben we Stokes. Oh, oh, beautiful. Love Is that this. blue eyes? It's got yep. to be old blue eyes. Oh, and it's a catch for oh. Manus. Labra getting down That's and four. dirty, baby. Wow. La okay. Oh, there oh, you take go. Take a walk, son. Five off 20. Four for 29. Wow. This game will be over inside a day. Seriously. Pack it. I mean, they've definitely... You know what England have done? They've packed their going out kit before yep. their cricket kit. Well, they didn't pick their two best bowlers. Yeah, their two the greatest bowlers ever they've left out in what is a, a pitch that's seemingly doing a shitload. <laughs> Overcast conditions. Like, they made the call on Stuart Broad this morning when they had a look at the sky and thought, fucking hell, bit of cloud cover. It's humid mm. as fuck. The ball will nip around. It'll swing both ways, Tom. And they don't pick him. Either they've got one eye on ripping and tearing this weekend and they just want to go out and get on the piss mm. and they want it over and done with early. Or... They're rolling over, prepared to take it, so that maybe they can win a couple of later tests. But I tell you that what, that's not that's, that's not, not how you win. The, that's not how you win an Ashes that's series. That's not a winning. That's not a winner's. Do you know attitude. why we always win Ashes series in this nation, Tom? Because we win the first test at the Gabba, yeah, and then we just roll through them after that. We get a bit of momentum and we rip and tear. So for them to roll over and go, have your have your way with me, Australia, mm. is. They've, they've further evidence that England don't get Test cricket and they don't get the Ashes. No, That's why they just suck at it. Lay down on their knees and pulled their pants down. Take out those early 1800s wins, and it is so far skewed in our favour. It's not silly. Do you reckon like England doesn't understand Test cricket like New South Wales doesn't understand Origin? Except we always win Origin. Yeah, I agree with the first part of that statement that England don't get Test cricket. Okay. Because we won this series. Okay. There we go. Now the cricket off again, and we're back to <laughs> we're back being to professionals. It, back to being professionals. Cricket. Um, oh, there we go. It's still on. Look, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Mm. It's it's not my opinion. I just some people could make that connection. New South Wales, though, current current Origin champions. Yep. So. I mean, look, I, I'm, I don't think three it. from the last four. Yeah. <laughs> so you disagree with that statement? I one hundred three from four. Yeah. <laughs> so I disagree with that statement wholeheartedly with every fibre of my being. It doesn't make much sense. <laughs> no. Okay. It's uh, graceful. Now, so just back to Warney, do you think that he needs maybe a lesson in chipping? Knowing when to chip a bloke is the good indication of whether you're a shit bloke or not. Warney doesn't have an off switch for his chipper. And once Warney gets someone in his sights, he doesn't stop chipping. <laughs> he chips him into retirement. Well, he prunes roses in summer and spring. 
should just prune them in winter and then that's it. Let them bloom. He goes, okay. nah, fuck, I'm not letting anything bloom, bro. <laughs> no, 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 prune year-round. I'm going to uh, prune year-round. He's a prune year-round operator. Yep. And I think that the nation's wearing thin of it because mm. we want to see some ro- some roses bloom. Yeah. Like Starkey, he's ready to bloom. Well, he's he's out there right trying now. to prune the bastard. He's fucking yeah. blooming right now, that's for sure. Luckily, Like he would win, swear to God, Starkey bowling that first nut, that would win Dubbo Show Best Rose <laughs> Award. It would. <laughs> It'd win best rose at the Dubbo show. And I'm not joking. And it's pretty competitive. My grandma enters oh, that mate, competition. Not, and she's, got, oh, she's got some fucking beautiful roses. Liddy's got roses of substance? Of substance. So of, she, of, she, of, of supreme quality. And she would say, fuck, that's a rose. That'd do me. But <laughs> Warney doesn't even want him to bloody take part. No. He's out there trying to prune him as he's bringing his roses in to be judged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Disgraceful. Disgraceful it makes, scenes. It makes me sick. Yeah. I love Warney. We love Warney, but fuck me. Is there a man that gets away with as much yeah, as Warney no. gets away with? No. Like, no. When, in a scale of, like, Rogue being about able to do things that most other blokes would literally get pizzled for, he just gets away with it. Warney gets away with rooting and, you know, being a scallywag, but Tootin. I don't think he gets away with this shit. It's like we liked Warney for taking wickets, smoking darts, you know, bowling. Uh, snorting, growling, howling, prowling. Snorting, growling, howling, prowling was what Warney got away with. Now, when you're chipping blokes who are, you know, bringing some of the great roses would win a dubbo show with, <laughs> the nation isn't prepared to do that. And the sentiment coming across our desk yeah. has been very anti Warney based on the early yarns and chipping, pruning of Mitchell Stark. He doesn't get away with that. No. You've got to know when it's your bloke, honestly. After he's just done the nation's prayer, come out with the pep in his step, mm. the plums of the nation are ready to explode. Yeah. There's no one worse. There's no one worse after exploding the plums than the negativity comes. Exactly. You want to enjoy post-nut clarity. Mm. The whole fucking net, like the whole rest of Stark's over and then the preceding two overs, he was like, that was the worst ball of the over. That was like the mistake ball. It's like, and then the other commentator's like, well, it did swing a bit, Warney. And then he's like, I mean, you know, a better batsman would have hit that. It's like, it's the first ball of the fucking Ashes. Like, no batsman has got their eye in as soon as they walk out. That's why you bowl that. And it swung a mile. That's why he missed it. <laughs> and that's why the graphic shows it. Shows swung it around his legs. <laughs> Look, this, it's all part of Ashes cricket, really. you got to have it. you got to have it. I love, as we say, love Warney. It's like having a journo talk shit. It's, it's part of the pageantry of it all. Absolutely. But absolutely. since he has got sort of the, the top job at Fox, mm. whereas before at nine he was like an underling. Oh, okay. He started to spew more. When he was an underling at Channel 9, it was like, that's like the greatest commentary team in the country. And it was like a hierarchy. A-class dribbler a- there. But well, he, would, yeah, but he was just analyst, analysis, rather. And he used to fucking nail it. His analyst. And now it's an, almost yeah. like left to his own devices. As an analyst, he's great. No, and he probably got told what to do a lot more at Channel 9, like from mm. producers or from commentators. Now it's like, I'm Shane Warne, I'm at Fox, I do whatever the fuck I want. So do you think the dribble has taken over? I think it might Because sometimes you love to dribble, but if you allow the, as you know, I mean, you're the dribble experts. Mm. But if you allow the dribble to take over, it can take you into some pretty strange places. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You, you need can, to be able to rain, maintain. You need to be able to control yeah. it. You need to be able to control it because dribble can take you anywhere. <laughs> There's nothing worse than getting bailed up in the corner of a pub of a random, getting your ear dribbled off. Yeah. Oh yeah. It that's the equivalent of no, getting. Oh, it chipped. happens. That's Don't the equivalent that. of getting chipped after a golden duck. Golden duck for Australia. Well, Plums delivering a golden duck. Delivering get, a, golden get a golden duck. Is oh, there apologies, a new? Mate. Is there a? Could you get a a more? It's obviously a golden duck, but it's 
Probably more than that. What's a diamond duck? Is a diamond duck's facing? when you don't face a ball. But I'm thinking that the first ball of an Ashes series... Of A series. Of A, a series. series but an Ashes yeah, series yeah, specifically yeah. should be a little bit more. Mm. Some dribbler sent us a DM the other day saying that he hadn't played cricket for 10 years, came back and got bowled his first ball. I'm like, what is that? A 10-year duck. Your first, ball, your first ball face yeah, after a 10-year hiatus and you get a duck. That surely has to be something special. What's more valuable than diamond? I don't know. Some don't sort know of, off the top of the dome. Some dime. sort of like, Uranium. you know, intergalactic space rock. Sure. Thanos' uh, rocks, the ones he's got, those like... The, the rubies, those gemstones. Yeah, yeah I don't shit. know. I'm, I'm not a big Marvel guy, unfortunately. No, so neither I, am I, but I do know that I just Thanos don't, I know has... what they are, but I don't know what they're called. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Isn't uranium quite valuable? Even uranium? It's obviously Maybe not, the dribblers will send them in. What would you call a first ball duck in an Ashes series? Whatever the, the most valuable rock substance. Yeah. What's the most valuable mineral? Mineral? It's a what very about, tough What one. about you call it, because, you know, we'll get into, uh, you had a massive, uh, you broke the internet on Saturday night. Yes. But you used, obviously used crystals. Yeah. Could you call it, whatever the most valuable crystal is, could you call it that? Because it obviously works. I don't mind that. Some sort of a, a crystal, crystal dark. <laughs> there was dribblers at the cricket with crystals channeling the energies, and he got a, he got a, he delivered. Yeah. Oh yeah. Golden duck. Well, it delivered. It, crystal the crystal was delivered for us on Sunday night when Maybe the website crashed and the fucking servers were all at sea. So we'll get we'll get to got that the in a crystals sec. out. I'll read these stores out. Oh, also, there's a few bloke singlets left. It mostly sold out. So if you want to get them, get them now before they all sell out for a great Chrissy present. Obviously, go to bloke.shop. Anyone can get them at the moment, so just head there, grab them. They're thirty-four ninety-five each, but twelve stores to grab a case of bloke in a bar. You know, grab a case of bloke in a bar for the the ashes that are on. Sit back, enjoy yourself. You've earned it. Cherrybrook Cellars, Tamworth Celebrations, North Haven Bodlow, Porter's Roseville, Harry Brown, Craigieburn, Newcastle Celebrations, Louis Liquor Barn, Cairns, Star Liquor, Bunduk, Townsville, Hotel Metropole Proserpine, Belvedere Hotel, Woody Point. Black Sheep Bottle, Bottle Shop BRS, Station Hotel Lismore. Uh, now, we had an eventful Sunday, well not we, you just had an eventful Sunday night. Obviously you've sold out of your shirts, your first ever. We've got a few mediums left because what we did do was order as many smalls and mediums for an audience that probably doesn't skew small or medium. That was the first. Did you feel that your audience was filled with betas and that's why you did that? No, our audience definitely... I, I, no. I, re, I resent that statement <laughs> wholeheartedly. I think that we... We have less female listeners than we probably thought. Yeah, I think maybe we tried to hide Well, that not even... I just... Uh, this I just is think what, it was a... Bench. I think we just wrote numbers down based on the trackies sale that we did. Maybe the numbers were fudged in some way and we just... We didn't look at them. We didn't, Someone's fudged we didn't the numbers. stop and go... Look at these numbers yeah. and what's wrong with them? Yeah. Because there's a lot of smalls and mediums on here. Thank fuck we could divert 95% of the smalls into extra, extra larges for the big boys. Do you think subconsciously you thought you got a lot of betas that are a part of the punters and dribblers? No, group? I don't think so. I think so. it was more about just like our feminine audience, which is obviously growing day by day. Uh, and we're really, you know, <coughs> shout out to the driblets out there. Oh, they're growing. Oh, yeah. shit, yeah. I've been going through the orders. A lot of driblets. Yes. Now... We did sell out of everything except for about 90 mediums, which they're still available. But everything 80 else gone. Left. 80, I'm mediums surprised, 80 mediums left. 80 mediums. I'm surprised with your extremely conservative comments the other week about believing that women couldn't be doctors, that you do have women still. Uh, when did I say that? 
I don't Do you remember know. We need to fact you check said, that one. You said, can men be nurses? <laughs> That's what I said. Because <laughs> a little I bit in, different. Yes, a little bit different. Slightly different. Because women can be doctors <laughs> and men can be wet nurses. We know both of those things are true. So I resent those statements as well. He's come out, he said, New South Wales don't get rugby league. He said that our audience is full of baiters. And he said that I don't think women can be doctors. This is... I wrong, didn't wrong, say wrong. that. I asked the question. Almighty, almighty aggression from Mr. Kemp early on here. Especially on an Ashes day. Well, it's hard to bring me down after that first ball crystal duck from Starkey. <laughs> it's a crystal duck. I've decided. It's, it's done. It's I made up my mind. It's a crystal duck. It's, it's a crystal duck. It works. It works. I'll tell you why it's a crystal duck. Because crystals are fucking powerful. Yeah. Our website was fucked. It was in the shitter. Yeah. It went down with like 10 minutes before launch and I'm on the blood of the developer. He's like, bro, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen numbers like this yeah, before. Yeah. Which would million. have been flattering if it wasn't highly fucking annoying. <laughs> and if we didn't have people pounding us into the earth. After 55 minutes of it'll be up soon and it not being up, mm. Ella, shout out to her, love of my life said, why don't I get one of my crystals? And I would usually have been like, fuck off. But on this occasion, when the chips were down and I was on my knees at this point, I thought, you know what? Get them in here. Get them in here. Bring Get the crystals in. in. She's like, I don't know if they're charged enough. I'm like, it's all right. There's no time for charging. Bring them in. <laughs> Banged them into the hand, strutted around the office. Just, you know, keep pumping, keep pumping. Pumping and the then crystals. Bang, up. Up it came. Up it came and out they sold. So, you know. We're very pro woo-woo now. I'm pro woo-woo. You're pro woo-woo. Yeah. Well, yeah. In the right turn, uh, right places. Yeah, right. Like time. I don't carry them around with me all the time. I, you could argue that maybe I should. Yeah, maybe it'll prove my life immeasurably. Well, look, but at Star look what Stark just did. There were punters and dribblers at the cricket. They did take crystals. They were holding them up. Stark did take a crystal duck. <laughs> we're starting to believe in crystals, and we think you should too. Yeah. Hey, look. Also, Tom and I might be starting a new venture in the new year, uh, <laughs> selling moon water. Yeah. You actually charge your crystals in moon water. We're looking into Walk it. Walk us through that. How do you charge crystals? The moon water must charge on a full moon. It's a full moon. It, I think, yeah, full moon. Uh, and then you put your crystals into the moon water and they charge. But you've got to charge, charge them in the rain You've got to well. charge the moon water first. So you need a full moon, obviously. Well, which that's they, what I meant. Yeah, they're once a month. So the water. Full moon, leave the water outside to charge in a full moon. Yep. Yeah. You, Bottle you, it. But if you want to play Eyes Up Footy, I'd leave a thing of water out there to charge. Also leave a crystal out there to charge so you don't need to waste the fucking moon water initially. You get it in there with a full charge. Mm. When you realise that you're out of juice in your crystal, yep. well, you would have you would have two things of water because I think they charge in the water. So they can only charge in the water because well, no they charge when it rains as well. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I'm thinking there's oh, a water element right. here. Okay, it makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. And, a and in rivers, a friend of the show, Jarch, also said that water. he was on a walk with his mm. missus and they had to stop now, to charge crystals like in the water. People could be making that up. No. Okay. No. No. no making no. it up. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think no, so. I don't. That doesn't sound made up to me. <laughs> well, I mean, your site wouldn't have come up if it was made up. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm trying <laughs> to say. We're That's what I'm trying water. to say. And Stark, Stark wouldn't have taken a crystal duck. <laughs> crystal if there duck. weren't crystals at the fucking cricket. Like, yeah. So listen, moon water. Moon water is coming though. <laughs> Hello Sport Moon Water. Hello Sport, Sport Moon Water. You know what? You we'll should sell, sell that as a drinking water. Well, yeah, you, you can drink it drink as well. Drink. You charge can drink yourself. it. Charge yourself. Charge yourself. Yeah. That's a, there you go. Boom. We've charge, nailed it. Moon water. Charge yourself. Can I get a percentage of the revenue or not really? No. No, I'd say not. <laughs> but we will be looking for What you could do as well is you could put you could put like at the at the top of the lid, you put like a little um sort of filter so that there's crystals in the water, a couple little crystals in there and you drink the crystal water. Well, you know, like with a Barocca, when you turn the Barocca and you know it falls I mean? into oh, the water. Yeah. So what if you just, when you open it, a crystal falls, falls in, in the bottom, but you can't, it doesn't come and choke you. You don't want to That's choke what I mean, it doesn't crystal. come out. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's too big for the- 
Or there's like a out. little filter at the top. Or yeah. Something. yeah, I don't know. No, I like that. Yeah. So obviously we're, we're selling like the... It's work in Key question, what does it get charged with? The moon water, dude. The moon water. No, 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 but what's charged? Like, so energy. Positive energy. Positive energy. Yeah. But what if, what if the, the... So they are, the, re- the reason you have to charge them, apparently, is because if you're having a shit day and you get your crystal around you, it'll absorb negative energy. Mm. So next time you like with it, you don't want to absorb that energy. So you've got to positively charge it with positive energy. Then you take the positive energy from the crystal and that's how and it works. And then it takes the okay. negative energy from you. Okay. So why is- It's not making sense. Why is the moon- <laughs> I don't- uh, what, what are you not getting? <laughs> why is the moon's energy positive? Uh, because it's a positive fucking terrestrial Force. body. Yeah, and it also keeps it's like it's part of the what harmonious. Do you mean? You look up at the moon. You you don't get positive vibes from the moon. Yeah, but it also what sort keeps of sick fuck doesn't like the moon. It also keeps the world ticking. Tides also take the seasons. Mo- tides seasons are. Have you ever been outside when there's no moon? Pitch black. Can't see the hand in front of your face. So it keeps us safe at night. Yeah, it's like our second sun. So so the moon can For never have time. bad energy. It only no, has positive. No, no. Moon is a positive. Is a ball of positive. It, but energy if it's always positive, then it's actually not positive. How does you know that I mean? make sense? Well, you can't have positive without negative. Mm, well, no, you can no. have one thing that is like a of ball can. of positive energy, but then all of the negative energy can be somewhere else. It doesn't okay. have you to be- You could say like, so like, you know, the moon, positive. Mm. What Mercury, charges negative. the moon? What charges the moon? Yeah. It's like- The sun. The, the sun, yeah. <laughs> sun charges the moon, moon charges the crystals, the crystals what charge charges the sun. <laughs> what Pretty <charges>? simple. <laughs> Pretty simple. So coming soon, hello sport moon water. Yeah. Uh, if you're taking on investors, look, I, I'm a bit devastated that I get some kind of percentage. We'll revenue. take on investment. Oh, okay, you're not just getting a fucking share of it. Well, for I can't nothing. get a small percentage of no. it. No, <laughs> for a fee. <laughs> fucking hell, a small fee. Well, a large, <laughs> fee. a large fee for a small portion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, just, look. just back on ducks. So I looked at a few websites and <laughs> ducks. <laughs> there's a few, a few websites that said that first ball of the innings is a, is a platinum duck, but it didn't specifically refer to the first ball of the first test of the Ashes. Yeah. So that would be a crystal duck. And also, just an FYI, if you get a diamond duck on the first ball of an innings, it's called a titanium duck. Ooh. Wait a minute. Oh, okay. So a diamond duck, first ball of the innings, a titanium duck. I'm pretty duck. sure no one's ever seen that happen. Because that's like a, you don't face a ball, right? So you get run out. run out on the yeah. first ball you run and out you didn't face the ball, ball. Yeah. of the series. But so the first ball of an Ashes series is a crystal dark. If you go a bit deeper, I think you'll find, we'll find that. it. Yeah. yeah. And It'll even if there. you want to add it to Wikipedia. You could, well, you should just add it now. I'll add it. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'll add it by the time this show started. Could Good you answer. imagine in like a thousand years, like, because it, it gets lost in, in time, they just start calling it crystal start dark because Matty the water boy put it on Wikipedia. Change it on there. <laughs> crystal dark. Like yeah, good. Um, now, uh, onto, well, I mean, we'll talk about the cricket. Uh, we've had an incredible start. Uh, Stark obviously gets the first ball, gets the crystal duck. Um, England rest Anderson and Broad. Claim, claimed Anderson was initially injured, which yeah. is weird because he's apparently not now. Perth lose the fifth test. Where should it go? Uh, and we've got two big bash games that were fantastic. Well, at least one of them was fantastic last night. Uh, are we about to just play through them? But Mitchell Stark, crystal duck into a country boy, Josh Hazelwood, uh, Delicious little wicket there. Uh, I can't remember who he got out because I just wasn't even paying attention to the name of the English David. player. No, I think he might even still be in there. I don't know. But the country boy getting into his work. Joe Root then was uh, did Paddy Cummins or was no. it did Hazelwood got Root as well? <laughs> Fucking oath he did. He got Root as well. Joe Root Denon has got four ducks in his last eleven innings against Australia. Oof. He's the captain of England. He's never scored a century in this nation of ours. 
He's one of the great losers all time, with, the, with respect, obviously, to Joe. Joe Root is now zero tons from 18 innings in Australia. He's supposed to be one of the best batsmen they've ever produced, ever. He's the skipper, and he's a pile of poo in Australian conditions. Whereas and you look at Steve Smith going over to England, and, and he like just he just goes, oh, 200, 200, 100. Like, what, who's next? What's next? Yeah. Give me your best shot. Yep. Like, Joffre Archer tried to fucking bounce him out of the entire series, comes back, gets a 200. So... Shut up. You don't get it. No. Yep. Joe Root has never performed down here. England hasn't performed down here for quite some time, over 10 years. And after this morning's performance, I think it's going to be 5-0. Unless there's rain around and it forces a draw, it'll be 5-0. Yeah. The English are doing rain dances at, at, at lunch. You best believe. And everyone's like, oh, but Australia, fuck, like the lineup's not that great. Ah, uh, sorry, the best batsman in the world, Steve Smith, arguably the second best batsman in the world in Manus Labuschagne. You've got David Warner, who's an out-and-out -out throbber, who's he's an all-time up the runs for Australia. Yeah, he was a bit weak in England last time. He loves time, it. He loves but it he here. loves Australia. He fucking loves Australia. Cam Baggy Green, who rips and tears the all-rounder who could. Well, he's just young. He's handsome. He's, he wants to impress Eddie. He's six foot five, seven, eight, nine. I don't know. He's gigantic. Seven foot, Tom. Seven foot. <laughs> He can bowl, he can bat, he can do it all. Blonde hair, floppy blonde hair as well. Gorgeous it's like floppy blonde boyish, hair. handsome, floppy blonde Hot. hair. Disarming. Oh, look at him, he's cute. Floppy blonde hair, bang. Bang, we could try and see ya. Bowl me. And then he goes out and scores 100. Alex Carey, good government, he'll go well. And then we've got the best four bowlers on planet Earth. And they're like, oh, but you don't go that deep. Fucking bin yourself. We don't need to go deep. <laughs> Country boy, Cummins, Stark, line. Next question. And if we need to bring in Jahai Richardson, we will. Yeah. If we want to. If we want to, but if we need to, if we want to. So should England basically just give up? Yep. Give up? Well, no, I don't want to give up because no, I mean, it's a very English thing to obviously do. Obviously not. Well, <laughs> they've <laughs> given up in this <laughs> test. Just just keep turning up and we'll keep plowing you. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Turn up and we'll plow. Because plowing doesn't get old. Yeah, you want to see a couple of close ones, but I don't mind if I don't. No, I, I don't country. care if we plow. Yeah. No. When, you, when your country's plowing, that's well, okay. Because you know that's why? Because cool, yeah. you're always just in a great mood. You're like, mm. fuck yeah, bro, we're yeah. plowing again. Yeah. Yeah. Coming off the back of COVID. And also, also them beating us 3-1 in 2009, 10 or 10, 11. Yeah. Has been forgotten. Mm. So the next, for the next, I don't know, 100 years. Plough. We're going to plough you. Oh, yeah. As a get back. Ploughing, well, true and, true and proud ploughing. Yeah. yeah, true and proper ploughing. Um, so look, it's a great start to the, the Ashes for us. Um, obviously the big bash games, uh, we won't go through that uh, yet, maybe towards the end of the, th uh, the podcast. Um, now, coming up soon, December the 22nd, Fights of the Century. So on December the 21st, we have the boxing card. So this is basically the true blue boxers, you know, guys that are going for world titles, guys mm. that have been in the scene forever. You've got Andrew Maloney, uh, you've got Jackson Murray versus David Tulilda, um, and then obviously you've got a whole card there, which is fantastic. But then on the 22nd, it is the night of nights. Yep. It's footy fights which we all love we love all footy love fights. footy fights but the december 21 and december 22nd card it's going to be fantastic if you want the pure and true boxing you've got december 21 with with high high end of boxing if you want the just people slugging it out not the best technique but they're going to slug and slug true you got december 22nd uh so make sure to uh go to at no limit give them a follow make sure to buy the pay-per-view uh, you can stream it on ko or also foxtel but the good thing about the Paul Gallen versus Darcy Luxick is they've made it three minutes, uh, three rounds, two minutes, which is nothing, which is almost like, I get three it. Three rounds, two minutes. Three rounds, two minutes, which sounds absurd. Like it's a main event. It's only fucking six minutes, rah, rah. That does sound absurd. But 
The positive with that is they'll is throw. They will throw. Yeah, Someone's going to yeah, get knocked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if it was going to be like seven rounds or eight rounds, two minutes, Gallon's going to you know, definitely win that. Mm. Whereas three rounds, two minutes, it gives Lusick a shot. Gives him a shot, yeah. and he's a big boy. So if you want to see someone get knocked out, someone's getting knocked out. Is that Darcy in that poster, promo yeah. poster? Yeah. yeah. He's a big boy. He's fucking huge. He's huge. Yeah, he's huge. He's, Massive. He, he, Look at the nick he's in, yeah. bro. That Mate. was when he uh, dusted Hodges. Yes. Absolutely. Who's also funny. Harry Garside, pro debut. Harry Love Garside. That. Of and Olympian okay. fame. So Harry Garside was the first uh, Australian boxer to win a medal in like 30 years or something, or, or Australia's men's boxer or whatever. 30 years. Uh, he is debuting on December 22nd. So another reason for, if you don't like the footy fights, still buy the card because you're supporting Harry Garside make yeah. his pro debut. And you know what he is? I'm pretty sure, do your own research, but I think he's a plumber done good. He's a plumber turned pro. And oh, I'm he's not a plumber turned plumber, pro. I'm not saying plumber in a disparaging way at all, and I'm in general not saying that, but pretty sure Harry, a plumber turned pro. So he's gone deeper than fighting plumbers. He became one. He became a plumber. It's like a method actor. Exactly. <laughs> he's gone full method here. He's gone, I will become... <laughs> the plumber <laughs> then beat the plumber now i'm professional makes a lot of sense he's yeah. a daniel day lewis of uh, boxing boxing yeah, yeah exactly well he's a visionary yeah. <laughs> he's a visionary like you know how melbourne storm they make people work before they so a lot of the rookies that come to melbourne storm they work two weeks whilst so they you know get a feel for what real life apparently like. it's not even rookies well so i'm saying it's like, like yeah, everyone who comes yeah, yeah anyone who's new yeah um do you think that boxing programs need to say, look, we need to make you a plumber, get your certificate first, yeah. then you can be a boxer? Be a plumber, fight a couple of leagueies. If you start getting through some leagueies. Leagueies are like plumbers on steroids, pretty much. Correct, they are. Well, yeah, you've got to look at it the other way around. Yeah, a lot of leagueies fight plumbers, but a lot of plumbers fight leagueies. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. So do your, do your apprenticeship, okay? Pound a couple of leagueies. Work in the day, train at night. Couple of week, leagueies midweek at the RSL or on the weekend at the RSL. Work your way through them, mm. pound them into the earth, and who knows, Turn mate? Pro. You might win an Olympic bronze. And Turn uh, pro one day. There's nothing better than an RSL blue. No. Nothing better. No, no. It's Either in the ring or out of it. Doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter. They happen every week, whether oh, they're shit, yeah. sanctioned or not sanctioned. You know, like the, the EA Sports Fight Night boxing game, the early career mode is you just punching on in RSLs. It's like that's how you... Get through to like you know fighting for a title eventually. It's like you just start in an Ari behind the bar. <coughs> some Biff starts behind you. Got to get out there and flog a couple of blokes. It's like there you go. You've graduated to the next level. One of career. the great games. One of the great games. That one. Yep. Um, surprised they got away with that uh, allowing RSLs to use their, I guess the great RSLs. You know yeah. their IP is yeah. worth a lot of value. Surprising EA we were able to get that. But we have Chris Heinington versus Joey Lailua. It's going to be a, a barn burner. That will be. Who do you fancy there? Well, Heinicks, uh, first Heinicks couple is rounds. Heinicks a trainer, isn't he? Well, first couple rounds, Joey Lailua. Big, thick boy, strong, powerful. But Chris Heinicks fit as anything. Are mm. they all three rounds? <clears throat> no, I think some of them are a bit, uh, might be longer. Obviously, the Harry Garside's debut will be longer. Yeah. Justin Hodges versus Nathan Ross. The great white lightning from Newcastle. The Ross dog, back. The Ross dog is back and apparently can throw him. Did he retire through <clears throat> injury? Yeah, I think he's, uh, he's, was his, his hip or something. He couldn't run. He was a good player. He was good. He, he punched above his weight. Yes. Pun intended. Uh, and then we've got to open the card. One of the great fights. Freddie Lussick, a man from the eastern suburbs, plays for the Roosters, versus Talon May, a man from Penrith, uh, also playing for the Penrith Panthers. I mean, when we talk about worlds colliding, worlds are colliding. Mm -hmm. East versus West. Two younger <laughs> brothers of footballers, you know. 
Fucking his, old, his older brother Darcy headlining the show for Freddie. Tylan May of Tyrone May's younger brother. Mm. I'm, I'm interested to see how these young boys go. It's a family affair, all it right. It is. It's a family affair. Um, so make sure to follow at No Limit uh, because they, have, they put on the best fights. As you can see, yes, they put on the footy fights, which we all love to see, but they also support you know, true Aussie boxing. So they, make sure to tune in. Sorry, they like, No Limit seem to have risen to the top of Australian boxing. Easy. So quickly though. Yep. And that could be wrong. Like they may have been doing it for a long time and I'm yep. not, it's in no way discrediting it. What I mean is though, they're just putting on such great fucking uh, events that it seems like now they're the only show in town. Well, there, there are other, obviously there are other promos, as you know, you would, but you're right. They're the only, like, they put on the biggest, the best yeah. shows. Absolutely. And the most mainstream. They just get it. They get social media. They understand what to do. They understand what's going to draw a crowd. For example, Paul Gullen versus Darcy Lussick. They understand that if it's eight two-minute rounds, like, most people are like, I'm not watching that. Like, we mm. know Gale's going to win. Mm. Whereas three two-minute rounds, you... You just don't know who's going to win. Yeah, Darcy Lucky is a is a beast. So make sure to subscribe, guys. It's going to be an absolute barn burner. Um, now, interesting. There was a poll done. <laughs> Should Kalen Ponga be fined? The poll was done in the Great Punters and Dribblers page, and look, it may be biased. It may be biased because my my concern is that the punters and dribblers are all considered gentlemen. Mm. So we may be drawing from the wrong pool. But the poll came back. I think it was nearly eighty five percent that Kalen Ponga should be fine. Yeah. Mm. Um, so much so that the great Nathan Gagan tweeted to Gus Cool and said, <laughs> word on the street is that Kalen Ponga is set to be fine by the Knights. What do you reckon about all this? Should Ponga be fine? <laughs> Phil Gould responded, what street is that? So look, it's a tried and true method. As soon as you say a footy player's getting fine, someone wants to know about it. Yeah. Even the great Gus Cool is keen to know <laughs> if Kalen Ponga should be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts, boys? Well, Gus pretending like he's not very interested there. His response is sort of, you know... Um, he's hedging his bets there. Yeah, he's playing it cool, but really, if you read into that, Gus is like, wait, what the fuck have I missed here? Yep. It's a wily response yeah. from a wily old operator. Oh, yeah. it's a veteran move. Veteran move. Can't pin him down with that. No. no. But if there's fine and, you know, on the horizon, he wants to know about it. Big time. Especially in the off-season. Oh. He goes, well, hang on. Fine for what? Fine for what? Maybe we have a play at Kalen if he's on the outer at the Knights. Who knows? <laughs> well, that's what he's thinking as well. Yeah, he's absolutely. playing eyes up. Yeah. Dusty definitely. can fuck off. <laughs> Kalen in. Let's go, baby. Now, do you think there is concern that you're the beautiful um, community that you've created is too considered? You know, we've got too many considered gentlemen. Yeah, there. too measured. Con con too considered measured. trolls is, uh, I believe, you know how we can sometimes term them, or at least certain people <coughs> describe them as. I don't think they are too considered, Denon. I think that's almost a hallmark of the punter and the dribbler is straight down the line, well thought out, never rushing to any conclusions. They don't <laughs> like hyperbole. You know, they they're not one eye. They're not too no, no, parochial. They're they just, they're met, yeah. Only speak when they're informed on a decision. That's exactly. On, on, well, they do their own research. Well, yeah. they follow on your footsteps. Exactly. We've taught them well. <laughs> We've taught them well. So and that's why this, I mean, I'm not surprised by the poll. No, and we hope to see Kalen fined in the next couple of weeks. Well, before Christmas, certainly. Well, I mean, let us know how much you think Kalen should be fined. Mm. Oh, four or five hundred thousand? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Should he be suspended for a few games? Do we chuck in one. a couple of suspension, a couple of weeks? So let us know in the comments section how much you think Kalen should be fined. And how many weeks. And how many weeks he should be out of the game. And, you know, <laughs> whether it, can, it should be considered an official strike on his um, contract. Yeah. Uh, Ineligible for the Daily M. Yeah, that's another very good point. Very good point. Um, it's just a shame that Kalen got himself in this situation. Yeah. You know, he, he's a mature player by now. He's no longer a kid. He, he should know, know better. better. Um, it's he, too hot. He's a star now. He's mm. too hot. He's too hot. He's too hot for his own good. He's too readable. 
and sometimes if you're too hot, you can get yourself into a bit of Barney rubble. Yeah. Yeah. Get yourself fined. It's almost like a, a curse being as hot as he is. Mm-hmm. Because But you're playing that into as good as he is. Being that good, being that hot. People just want to chip you. Gotta get fined. People want to chip you. Now we've got a message here, mid show. That's that's how we work here. Mid show message. Uh, it has been added to the cricket glossary. There we go. Um, so <laughs> is that on Wikipedia? So Matt has added to the the glossary of Wikipedia. Crystal Duck, a batsman that is dismissed in the first ball of the first innings of the first Ashes Test, recently achieved by Michael Stark in 2021. Ah, uh, sorry, Mitchell Stark in 2021-2022 Ashes series. You know what you should do as well because Wikipedia love uh, references. Reference the podcast link. Yes, or the YouTube. Yes, absolutely, and they'll say that, and I go, "Oh, yep, no, that's about that's play about on. It's been cited. Yeah. yeah, it's been cited. <laughs> Crystal Duck." What's the next one? Daddy 100. An individual more substantially in the excess of 100, often defined as being over 150. Love that. Daddy 100, eh? Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, you, like, you like that? I love a Daddy 100. Yeah. Now, uh, on to the rugby league. The Dolphins have signed Ray Stone. There was quite an outpouring. A lot of people, like, he's a cult hero, Ray Stone. Yeah. Um, he is, uh, the Eels have now lost Marnie, Papali'i, Nakora. Uh, they still are yet to sign a few, including uh, Junior Paulo. Uh, but Ray Stone to the Dolphins. Thoughts? Well, I mean, I thought that was... I thought Ray was primed to take over from a Reed. So I don't know what's going to happen now. I don't know what they do. I don't know who the fuck their hooking options are. But Ray... <coughs> Ray's a doer. Ray just strikes me as a doer. No, he's not a dummy half. He just gets out there and he snaps blokes. Gets it there and does. You need someone in your, in your side that snaps blokes. Eddie and I have often described a, a solid rugby league team like a brick wall. You need some bricks in that wall. Yep. They're like your star players, but then you need some cement. Mm. Ray, Ray Stone's cement. Now, you can become a brick if you are cement. So it's not that he doesn't have brick in him down the line. Who well, knows? Stone. And brick can well, go back to cement Brick as well. can return to cement. But know this. <laughs> no wall staying up if the bricks aren't cemented in. No, Because you could over. kick them over and the wall would fall apart. Yeah. Then you've got to start so all over again. They glue the team together. That's exactly yeah. right. Or the wall in this case. Now, in the case of the Eels, they're selling off cement and bricks to the point where you could argue, have they got a wall at all? <laughs> I don't think so. You can <laughs> have certainly they got see, a wall at all? You can see through the wall. You can see, well, there's holes in the wall. There, there's holes in the wall. Do you think they're mistaking that for a window? Well... Maybe they're trying to put a premiership window in. Trying to put a premiership window in the wall, which, as we know, <laughs> they've probably got all of their like uh, architecture wrong. They've fucked it completely. Well, they don't know this. A wall's a wall made of bricks and cement. Mm. You don't need a window. No, you don't. That's like... Get the walls in first before you start. They're trying first. to build windows without a wall. You need a wall before you can build windows. So they're trying to build the window. They've, they've you know... Envision the window before actually having the wall to put the window in. Correct. They're trying to put a window into a wall that doesn't exist. <laughs> and a window that's in a wall that doesn't exist is merely a window on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, it's just parts. Doing fuck all. <laughs> yeah. And um, that's what's happened to the Eels. Now, they've got rid of Ray Stone. They've got rid of Reed Barney. I like that we've, the Dolphins are chasing Jim We've Paulo. thought about the possibility of maybe the Eels having a hooker tree that we weren't aware of. They don't. I think that's bullshit. I don't know what they're doing. Makes no sense. But race down to the Dolphins, I like, I like it. I think you, it's you just a great want a bloke song. who's going to get up there, 
rip and tear. Do his best. Are we are we still a little concerned about the Dolphins in terms of who they have or who they haven't signed? Not really. I mean, it's still still plenty of time to sign, and as you know, people but get are released. There plenty of people to sign. Yeah, but people get pulled out of contracts all the time. You know mm. what I mean? Like, fuck, someone might be having a star might have a poor year, and then the club's like, you know what? We'll release you. Go to the Dolphins. See you later. I don't think it's worrying signs yet. I think Stone. And Kafusi are both really, really good signings. Stone, they're both good culturally as well. They've, they've, they've signed two uh, blokes that are going to bring 100% every single game. You know, and they haven't signed two guys that have a great game one week, terrible game the next week. Obviously, Ray Stone struggled at hooker. I don't think he's being signed as a hooker. I think he's being signed as back row, maybe even 13. At the Eels, he's obviously got Nathan Brown in front of him for that 13 role. I think it's a fantastic signing. Wouldn't have broke the bank... Uh, and brings a lot of grit and grunt. You need you need blokes that snap blokes in a G team. squared. You need yep. it. Yep. Grit G and squared. Grit and grunt. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, uh, apparently, the Dolphins are after Junior Polo. Now, obviously, the Dolphins are after every um, player. The Eels have offered him a deal to stay in the past week, and he's weighing up his options. This would be a. I mean, I don't think the Eels will lose Junior. I don't think they will. But if they do, that is. Devastating. Yeah. If they lose him, surely someone says in the board meeting, that plan of ours, like, should we revisit that? Like, I know that we've been, like, steadfast with the plan, but we've now lost, like, a you, big chunk of our fucking You need to be prepared to players. change your plans yeah. if the plans aren't working. Well, you've got to be prepared to play eyes up football, Tom. Yeah. Play what's in front of you. It's all well and good to be process-driven, but, you know... If the plan turns to shit, I need you to be able to play eyes up footy. Just, you know, fucking put a step on and go through the line. If the gap's there, you've got to be able to throw the dummy and go. Mm. The, the old throw and go. They're not doing enough of that. No, no, they're too, they're too rigid. Show and go. Show and go. I mean, we can call it the throw rigid. and go. We well, can. We can. Because that's passing and going. Yeah. Well, you're not throwing it though, are you? You're showing it. But it's a new, this is a new term. But you can throw and then go and then come back on the inside. Yeah. Oh, so you do pass, it's you go through the line, line, it's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Throw I like go. that. Support the man. <laughs> Tommy Turbo often Turbo. does it with Saar. Jason Saar. He does the throw and go. Okay. It's a great, I mean, it's a great play, the throw and go. Do you yeah. want to add it to the NRL glossary? Yeah, too? I think you yeah, should. Yeah, sure. Add the throw and go in. Not to be mistaken for the show and go. Completely different. When you pass to someone and then support them up the inside, because you've hit such good nut, they break the line. Yeah. Throw and go. A throw and go doesn't, it's not a throw and go if they don't break the line. As because in if the person no, but you you're only exactly. Otherwise, yeah. it's just a pass. It's just a pass. Yes. Exactly. A throw and go is only when you know the nut's going to break the line because you, you throw a good nut. Yeah. And you support up the middle. Mm. It's a great fucking play. Yeah, it is a great play. And again, as you merely scored like what seventy tries that way this year. Yeah. And Maybe make sure more. you say, as Eddie said, not to be mistaken for the show and go. That's yeah. the utmost disrespect. That's a self, I mean, almost a selfish play. The well, show it's a completely go. different thing. Throw and go is all about the other person. Yeah. It's a, it's well, a throw and go supporting your player and supporting the team. Absolutely. Show and go is, it's all about, you know, it's all about yourself. Me. What me, would you me, rather? Me. 13 blokes that throw and go or 13 blokes that show and go? I would rather throw and go. 100%. Without a doubt. Because you score tries off throw and go. <laughs> show and go, you don't score as many. No. Because you everyone the goes. Line. Well, you get through the line, you get tackled. Throw and go, you're always, because you're a support. Yeah. You got to get the full back to beat. Yeah. Bang. See you, bro. Or everyone, you don't even get through the line with the show and go. They That's see right. what you're doing. And everyone, all the fans go, fuck, should have passed it. Yeah. Every yeah. time. What, they, what they're going to say now is, should have thrown and go. Yeah. <laughs> should have given that yeah. and gone. Throw support. it and go. Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> um, but uh, you know what? If Dolphins go hard after Paulo, 
the the Eels just may not be able to match it. Would, they, is there an would there be an argument if Paulo goes and then they've lost a few players there <coughs> that there is something wrong at the Eels that their players aren't wanting to stay? Like as in I don't know about culturally, but like something there that is. Like players are happy, are happy oh, to leave, or is it just all about they're getting big dick cash? It's out of definitely them? a concern. If if Junior Paul, I think before this you could just make the argument they've become a top five side. It's only natural for you know because it's they're in the worst position because if you're top five side, you're a good premiership contender, but you can't really sell it to the the squad as much of you say here we win prems, whereas like the Melbourne Storm, the Roosters, the Rabbitohs. Um, not manly, manly, but <laughs> but those you know those top tier teams they can really sell that. And Penrith take unders, but we win prems. Now I'm not saying that Eels can't win a premiership, but they're still a ways away from it. But when you look at their roster, they're top top tier. So these these kind of the top five six um, teams always get raided because, like again, it's very hard to sell the dream of if you stay, we will win prems. Mm. Um, so yeah, look, I think the Dolphins. They'd be crazy not to offer a junior Paulo a massive amount. Everywhere he's gone, he's delivered. Um, you know, when he came back to the Eels, I think he's been every year he's been at least solid, if not great. He's a current, um, you know, a current New South Wales front rower. Be be very big loss for him. And also for a team, the Eels they already struggle enough when it comes to creating space and attack. He's a big part of the creating space that they do have. Um, but I, I think he'll stay. I think the Eels. Will will be because of Mani, because of Papali'i, because of Nekora. I think they'll be forced to up their offer if, if they um, if that's the case. If they have to. And do you think that's also now a problem they have, where they've lost a couple of guys that you know were well? Reed probably the one that was going to be asking the most money, but now a player like Paulo knows they're going to have to. They have to spend like they can't afford to lose him, so yeah. he can be like, well, I want a bit more. Oh yeah, and that's that's the, the the managers now. This is their job. They realise the position the Eels are in. The problem is, is the Eels might go, no, we have a system and we're sticking to it. And no matter what, it got us to this point. And the one thing, we, we, we don't know what's going to happen in the future. What we do know for sure is they went from wooden spoon to fifth with this system. So they may just go, no, this is, this is the system, this is what we're going to go with. And there's an argument to be made that if you stick to a system external of outside pressure, that's better for the club in the long term because you're creating an environment where, you know, you're not setting the rules per se, but you're setting principles that you can, everyone can believe in regardless of outside mm. um, you know, noise. So it's going to be interesting how they deal with it. They're in a fuck spot. They're in such a tough spot because, as I said, they're in that like Goldilocks zone to be raided by other clubs. Um, <clears throat> now, Bailey Simonson. What I am surprised is I'm sure other clubs – surely there's other clubs other than the Dolphins that are keen on Paulo. They'd be in heaps. Mm. Well, mate, that Good. photo I saw the other day, over. Surely everyone's putting that. No, no, that was that was that, that was, was a great. Uh, that was Fanua Blake. AFB. Oh, was it AFB? Yeah, that was, was AFB. That was AFB. Shit, he looked looked like Junior in that photo. He, I mean, they're both beasts, absolute beasts. Um, Bailey Simonson has been linked with the Eels to replace Ferguson. This reportedly could trigger Nick Kotrick back to the Raiders. So obviously, they're um, I'm assuming Raiders maybe trying to clear up salary cap space. Um, and which is interesting because Simonson's a gun. I really rate Simonson. Uh, Nick Kotrick back to the Raiders. I think that'd be good for Kotrick. Interesting. Um, but that, I, like, don't get me wrong. Cap Fergo, space. I thought that'd be all right. The Raiders. Yeah. Well, F- Bailey Simonson. He came from uh, All Blacks sevens, and then he, he came on and he played really well. But I think they may be 
Because why wouldn't you keep a guy like Bailey Simonson? If he's not going to start for you, why wouldn't you keep him? But you've got Xavier Savage. You've got Chris Scott. Sebastian Chris. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sebastian Chris. Um, Who's their other one? Then you've got... uh, Rapana. You've got Rapana. And so if let's say Bailey Simonson's on like 250K or whatever. Maybe Ricky's like, look, I don't want to pay 250K for a guy that we think is going to maybe sit in New South Wales Cup. Or it could be purely not because of salary cap, but just top... 25 positions mm. so maybe they need to get rid of one of their wingers to get Kotrick otherwise they don't, they don't have any room in their top 25 do you know what I mean yeah because like Nick Kotrick because there's a lot of things with the salary cap that people don't know like if a guy's like a a, a top tier first grader you can't just go you, you actually can't just sign him on 150k if he's if his market value is like 800k um and so who someone, decides that I'm not sure. There's all, I think there's all these like rules of like games played. Like if you played 20 games a year before, you have to be on minimum. Like the minimum you can be on is the, the, the top 25. You know what I mean? Um, whereas, so maybe Nick Kotrick, they're just trying to clear up um, top squad space. Yep. And, and also they kind of like, they're not allowed to just bring Kotrick in and have him outside the top 30. Um, so yeah, really interesting, really interesting. The Eels definitely need to find someone to replace Virgo. I know he didn't have the best start of last year, but far out when he's on, he helped that team so much, so much. Um, and also, if they don't find someone to replace Virgo, it just puts Maker Sivo in a position of power where he can just be like demanding what he wants really because yeah. they need him. Um, now, apparently the Cowboys want Leilua for 2022. We'll ask the Tigers for an early release. Uh, this also could have reportedly affect Nick Kotrick uh, should they need to free up money for him this year. So Nick Kotrick, I mean, he's he's a hot boy in town. Yeah, he is. A lot of clubs just go on – they're in doubt. They're going hot. Yeah, you, and well, it you makes absolutely a lot of have sense. to, especially like these clubs that are in doubt. Tigers, a club in doubt. Raiders, shitloads of doubt. Doubt everywhere. There's well, doubt as doubt. far as the eye can see. So less doubt for the Tigers than there was, but still doubt. Well, and plenty of it. Thoughts yeah. on the Appy Chorus now? Fucking Fine. huge. Huge. It makes sense now they didn't get Hodgson. While they pissed that off, they obviously huge had huge yeah, on the side. Yeah, we were talking about that. We're yeah. like, why would you, why would you not just pay Hodgson? Yeah. Like, yeah. Fucking great pickup. It is a great pickup. You're totally right. I forgot about that. So we, I was wrong with that. I what was are like, the, what are the Panthers going to do? Do you think have they got a couple of young throbbers coming through the ring? Who's ranks? the guy about. they've got that was he filled Mitch in for Kenny? Happy. Mitch Kenny, yeah, he was, solid. He went all right. They won most of the games with him. He mm. played 11 games starting hooker. I, know. I think they won like what, eight of them or something, nine of them. Well, there you go. Yeah. So Mitch is going to do a job. But in saying that, Penrith with Appy in it is a different beast. Oh yeah. Different beast. So it's going to hurt to lose him. They must have someone. They must be stinging cap wise. They lost Catewell because that's not not much has been made of. I mean, it is this, people are starting and make a bit out about it, about it. But like, you know, Appy's left, Kickow's left. They lost Catewell, Burton. Um, Burton. Like they're they're four guns. Yeah. But I guess if you're looking at the players they've kept. There is a, I mean, kick out is a big fucking loss, and Burton to a degree, but he was young. It was hard to know. But he like, was fucking so good though yeah. in that centre position. But they let him go almost before he started to yeah, flop true. his hog. But like, it is the nature of the salary cap. Is it one of the saddest things for a club when you you let a go a player go pre-flop? Yeah, well, it's sort of it just you know you go shit. Probably should, really into, probably should have gone to flop. We should have gone to flop, but yeah. you, it should almost be standard procedure. We're going to need you to flop before we make any decisions moving forward. And what do you reckon Burton was a bit scared of 
you know, get Well, I think Burton was like, excuse me, uh, I'll flop when I'm good and ready, <laughs> which is his right. Oh, is his right. right. Oh, yes, he's right. He flopped post-signing, which, look, would have helped him to flop before as well, <laughs> but he just thought, fuck it. Let me just... Let me just get to my work. He wasn't confident when he should have been confident in his flop. Or maybe he's just a humble kid, you know? Oh, and he's like, kid. I don't yeah, need to yeah, flop. Okay. I'm from the country. Just let me come out here and rip and tear. Let my flop and do the talking for me. <laughs> or let me do the flop and, you know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying. I'm oh, sure. I get it. I no, get it. Yeah, no, I think I'm making perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I haven't missed you at all. <laughs> so, you know, and then the dogs get a good pickup pre flop. They're laughing. So you reckon but Penrith got a, a lot of flop a out lot of, of flop out of him. Yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking, let's be honest. Mm. They want a premiership for God's sake. Yeah. They got as much flop out of a young kid as you're likely to get. Yeah. Yeah, they, 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 they milked him. Oh, they milked him. They yeah. milked the flop. They yeah. milked that Dubbo kid. Yeah. Milked the shit out of him. <laughs> and now he's going to the dogs. They're looking great. So do you reckon they, they've, they usually do a yearly review. Do you think that the Penrith Panthers have gone, going forward, we're going to get them to flop before we let them go? I think you've got to. I think I think you have to. But you then again, I mean, could they afford a post-flop Burton? That's no. true. Maybe that would have hurt it even more. They might have yeah. gone, we can't even afford you. Yeah. Just get rid of you now. Yeah, let's just let you go before, so that at least we're not as heartbroken because a post-flop Burton, you, you can't afford. Well, it just makes, you just go, listen, we didn't know he was capable of that. We've, we've made our peace with it. It's fine. Yeah. As opposed to, fuck, we really want to keep him, but as auditors having a good look at the papers and we don't really want to jimmy something up here. And no. We would have to Jimmy in order to cave him because unless they flop, signed him pre-flop or get him to flop behind closed doors, and you go, okay, this guy's got a flop on him. Well, Let's I, th- just I think sign him up. Don't you think the Bulldogs would have been like? Surely the Penrith Panthers tried to offer him like some fucking disgracefully low amount. Yeah, I don't know. It'd, it'd be interesting. I'd love to know how much was offered from the Penny Panthers because he's only. So f- you'd be like, what can we offer this th- this young thrower? Has he been? And obviously, all salaries are on vibe. But like, was he offered five hundred? I think it's like four. Like that's what? a season though. Yeah, four hundred yeah, a season. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think him on the open market at the end of like, let's say he played the way he did, and he hadn't flopped but hadn't signed, mm. and at the end of the season, flops it. Mm. I reckon six seven hundred k you could have got yeah. on that flop. I reckon the Dolphins would have t- signed him for six hundred. Is, yep, is he on three years for that flop? Is that a three I year think, deal? Yeah, three year flop. One point two. Okay. Look, lucky he's young because I mean, if he if he flops for the next few years, and we're not saying flop in a bad way, we're saying continues to flop that thing, then <laughs> he could be asking for a lot more than what he's getting. Yeah, but, but he's young years. though. That's what I mean. So this is like, this is your, your building contract and then you go, the big boy. Yeah. Big boy. Uh, the third year is in his favour. So he's in there two years. So oh. you can go, oh, this place stinks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reeling this thing back yeah, in yeah, and yeah. I'm taking it elsewhere. Yeah. I'm getting me flop appreciated by <laughs> nah. you know, yeah. a glamour. You know where this peninsula would look good? Or this Sorry. hog? Yeah, you, said, <laughs> you, said, you said peninsula first. I get uh, it. And guys that aren't that onto Eddie's, you're talking about... Manly, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Take, For those who don't take know. this thing to the peninsula where it will be loved and adored. And, and the T1's there. T1's there. T1's there. To teach it a few things. Who doesn't want to play with the T1? Yeah. The T1 with the Burton flop. Yeah. You take that up all up and down the beaches. Imagine that fucking attention. Take it get. on like a bus tour. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just no. Him no, and no, on a boat around the pit, on around pit water and just sort of like dangle it into the water. But almost like, like come off the back of a boat like a, when people get married. Yeah. Well, people flopped. ride it as like one of those banana boats. There you go. <laughs> banana boat. Charge maybe like a gold coin donation, goes to charity. You know, yeah. you're trying to make the best out of this thing. Do you know, you want to make... The Burton Express. <laughs> 
Do you want to know one of the funnest days of my life as a kid? The banana boat made me think of it. It's A, banana boat, but also B, you remember those nets that were on the back of boats and you could sit in them as a kid and it would like drag through the water? Mm, yeah. That was, that was a, good gear. Oh, I couldn't believe how fun it was. I, I was also Going donutting ones. was always great. Did you oh, yeah. as well? great gear. I like those ones that got out the back of boats now though, where it's like almost like a little pull off the back of the boat so I can feel a little safer about sharks. Mm. There's like a net thing that like is weighted that drops into That's the That's what water. I mean. That's yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are, those are fantastic. Like it's, it's just amazing. Like I get to skim through the water mm. while still being on the boat. I remember once... Uh, like a family friend or something. It must have had like a, it wasn't a sailboat. What's it called? Like a catamaran or something. But I remember like holding onto the back of it by a rope as it like went over like a reef. And I was like, I'm literally trawling for sharks to come and eat me. I think back about it now and it like gives me a fucking nightmare. I'm like, how did my parents let me do that? Mate. Maybe it wasn't dangerous. Bro, I'm sorry, but a six-year-old <laughs> hanging off the back of a boat with like sharks. Was there sharks around? Yeah, it was like, you know, it was like tiger sharky sort of area. When we were on holiday once. Is that to have it on the map? Like, did it say tiger sharky kind of area? Yeah, yeah. It was like sharkish. This area is tiger sharkerish. Yeah, tiger sharky. <laughs> and it was. But there do was, you know that for sure? You're just making that up. No, and 100%. there was definitely no shark. No, no, no. Shark. And tiger like, shark. on the map, tiger it shark. wasn't hard lines. It was just like faded out. Yeah. So it was like ish. Yeah, like it ish. could be. Just around, around this area, area like, could have sharks. This sort of area. Yeah. yeah. Could have sharks of a LT grade yeah. persuasion. Six I actually, on banana boats, Hamish and I went banana boating when we were in Bali once and it was just him and I on it and it was like the most homoerotic experience <laughs> of my life. <laughs> on a banana together with your mate. <laughs> and that's why you thought of Burton. Yeah. <laughs> Burton's banana. You could call yeah. it Burton's banana. It's you not could. as fun when you get older. I'll say that. I'd be, really? I mean, but, but that's where you need to make it more fun. Why don't we start mm. selling... Burton's banana. Sure. Yeah, start selling Burton's banana pool toys. The same as the T1. <laughs> Summer in Australia, it's an off-season staple. Yeah. Instead, you remember you used to get like the little horses and stuff that you'd ride? Yeah. yeah. Burton's banana. Get him in the pool. Oh, bro, have you got a Burton's banana? Look well, at that thing. I do. Yeah. Something to think about at least. Something, Something to think about. With the moon water? Oh, into yeah. moon water. You play that into some moon water. Yeah. Get hydrated whilst under the sun on a Burton's banana. On Burton's banana. That's <laughs> what you come here for. Yeah. Um, now. Um, what, what's the score at the moment? It's, it's been done a pool toy. Jesus. Uh, there's Christ. three balls before lunch and it's 4.59. Four for 59. Yeah. What a bunch of losers those English so are. So just getting crushed. Crushed. Absolutely crushed. 59 um, runs in the first session. That's fucking for four deplorable. Wickets. Do you think it might be the, um, the grounds or do you think it's just we're bowling that well? Well, look. There's a, it'd be a healthy mixture of the pitch was as green as fuck. It looked like it was good to bowl on. Mm. Um, Joe Root and the English being weak and, you know, not having sort of a... They're not good when it backs against the wall. You know, mm. when the chips are down, they shit their pants. Um, <laughs> and then also just elite, elite test cricket bowling. Best in the world. Yeah. I mean, getting crystal ducks, that's elite. Yeah. Um, now, uh, yeah, so Cowboys, Leilua for 2022. Thoughts on Leilua leaving the Tigers early? Do you reckon that's a good get for the Cowboys? Yep. Yes. I, I was hanging shit on the Tigers about letting him go. But then, like, is he a like-for-like swap for Papali'i in terms of, like, would Papali'i go take his position if he were to go? Is that sort of what that would be? Well, like, I was – it was a bad loss for the Tigers, but it all depends on how much <laughs> – you know, he was being offered at the Cowboys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if, if he was getting offered six, seven hundred k at the Cowboys, I totally understand why the Cowboys, uh, the Tigers, were like, "Look, we're not going to, we just can't match that." Um, whereas, if like 
if they lost him because the Cowboys offered, you know, maybe 450 or something, then I think that's like, wow, like surely you could have got given a guy like Leilu or something around four, 450, uh, probably four, you know. So it all just depends how much he was offered by the Cowboys, mm. I think. Uh, if it is true, the reports that we're getting that it is like six to seven, that's that's a big contract for a boy that a bloke that is still developing as a player. Um, but you're right, Papali'i will probably fit on that edge anyway. And mm. you can't afford to pay Papali'i 600k. And like from the Tigers' perspective, you're sitting there going, we, we're paying the Dalian back rower 600k. We can't, we're not going to pay you 600k too. Yeah. He's the Dalian back rower. Um, so, yeah, it all just depends on how much the Cowboys offered him. Because when you think about it, a Papali'i Leilua edges, if you had both of them, fuck, that's, that's top tier, you know, if he can sort a few things out in his game, top tier back row. Thick edges. Bit thick, thick edges. Do you think the Tigers let him go early, though, if they haven't got Papali'i for next year? Well, I think it depends on the trade. I think the Cowboys would be willing to offer him a trade. I th- okay. I read somewhere they were asking for Heal and Lukey, but I, I could be wrong with that. Man uh, who's uh, light speed. Light speed. Guy that's faster than the speed of light. Light yeah. speed Lukey. Um, light speed Lukey, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the Cowboys, I'm pretty sure, were like, no chance. And again, do your own research. Dior yourself that because I'm not 100% sure because Lukey, he's one of the best young guys coming up. So I doubt the Cowboys would let go of him. Uh, but Tigers, how do you think, do you think this has been one of the best Tigers offseason they've had in a while? All jokes aside? It's been pretty good considering how bad they have been or how bad it was f- feeling. They usually bad. lose their best players. Now they're bringing, they've signed some fucking Origin and Dalian back row. Yeah. yeah, they've done. They've they've turned a corner, a big corner. Tim Sheens. Tim Sheens. I was about to say, it feels like Tim Sheens is getting into his work behind the scenes. It'll be interesting to see how Jackson Hastings goes as well. Well, does he come back a more mature, complete footballer? Tom could be. Tyrone Peachy is the Peach there this year? Peach is there this year. I rate the peach. I love the peach. I love the peach. He's a victim of his own versatility. I wish sometimes they would just let him play, you know, stick him in a spot and say, this is what we need you to do, and you've got that spot. He plays all over the park. He plays everywhere. I think he's he's a good 13, maybe a 6. I thought he was really good for the Titans towards the back end of the year. Um, So, yeah, I think he's a great pickup. Tigers, Tim Sheens is clearly doing wonders there. Like, it's just a different vibe. The Mm. whole vibe is different there. Um, Jackson Hastings would be one of the great redemption arcs. Yep. Talk about, you know, going getting your crumpets, coming back a better man. Did he man a steal up as well? He, I'm pretty sure I'm he pretty sure man a steal. steal up. I think he did man a steal. Yeah. So that's exactly that's the play for a you know a young up and comer well, who's lost his back. way. He comes back a more mature footballer. Go over there, win a couple of steals, get back here, rip and tear. Going to be interesting to see how it goes. Nothing like sharing I, yourself in European crumpet to just turn confirming corner. that yeah the Tigers did request. Uh, Heal and Lukey, but the Cowboys nabrought it. Yeah, very not quickly. surprising. Not surprising. He wouldn't be getting rid of Lukey, that's for sure. He's a Gian. Yeah, look, European Crumpets clearly have done wonders with Hastings, but it will be interesting to see if he can adapt back to NRL style of footy. Uh, a lot of pressure. And also, where do you think he's going to play? That's what I don't know. If they can't move Adam Dewey, surely no, not well, again. But then I was like, oh, then he'll play seven and then Adam doing six. But now I'm like, oh, shit, Luke Brooks is still there. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah. Is there a chance Luke Brooks goes somewhere else? Tim Sheens has said that he's here. Don't starting. forget Dewey's not starting the year. He's not starting the Remember year. Remember he done his ACL? So, but how many, like, you know, how long will he miss, you reckon, though? Have a look. I mean, they tried moving Dewey to, th- uh, to centre, and it was a disaster. No. Because then he played well there, but yeah. they need him at six. 100%. I'd be very surprised. Like, we heard whispers, and they could have been complete bullshit, that Luke Brooks was going to the Knights. Well, that kept rearing its head. Kept rearing its head. But apparently, Tim Sheens was like, 
Tim Sheens came out and said, look, he's had issues with Madge. Madge, you know, their communication, but they've sat down, they've all sorted out. So, okay. Sure. Very interesting. And Luke Brooks can be good. I think but I'm worried now that doing is going to be sh- shafted to centre. Fuck, I mean, I hope not. How he didn't win their player of the year is shocking to me. He well, didn't win their player of the year. No, Luke won player of the year. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, we've been over it. No, Luke won. Complete madness. Luke won. <laughs> yeah, Luke won. Work that out. Adam Dewey was really good. No, 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 no. Luke won. Nah, Luke was better. <laughs> um, Luke was great. So, yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. To- mm. target to- I hope they do another doco. You reckon they'll do another doco? No. I don't know about that one. I don't know. I don't think so. At the Tigers? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know so. about that. I think it'll be more of the same. A lot of swearing, a lot of losing. Tim Sheens has been actually quoted saying there's no way he'll do one. In there's the, no in way. The season. In the season, yeah. He said, he, he said, he, he said if he, he was there at the start of this year, he would have said no. To the docker. To the docker. To the docker. Yeah. There you go. And also it says Adam Dewey knee mid-season, so it's very vague. Yeah. It's just the docker, great for us, but adds a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. A lot of noise. Yeah, great with that thing coming out mid-season, you'd be as a player like, oh, fuck. Mm. Feels like Tim Sheens has gone in there and just gone, this is changing, this is changing, this is changing, Oof. this is changing. Gone in there with a the broom. This is changing. Maybe even with a gurney. Just blast. But the I shit. like gurney. for him to turn around and sign fucking Appy Corusau. It's massive. Was unbelievable. And kept it quiet. Yeah, like, that's that what was, it just popped up. Yeah. I'm like, wow, what? Kept it yeah. real quiet. Which is often like, I imagine as a club, the most satisfying way to do it, where it's just like. Oh, yeah. You, you and he, and then you got Papali a couple of weeks before. Yeah. Just like. It's like hogging it. You've got, you've got no pre-warning that a hog's about to be flopped out. Yeah. That's when it usually has its most impact. Yeah. Shocking. You know, you could send you to jail, but... Well, if it's consensual or if it's on your own terms yeah. and not on, like, not sort of imposing on anyone else, then it's completely play on. And the Tigers just, just said, you know what? Boom. There it is. Happy Coruscant. Surprise hog. Bang. And everyone went, wow. That's impressive. That's impressive. That's, that's a big boy. Um, now, Craig Bellamy said in the Daily Telegraph, the drinking thing, we've been in the top four for seven years straight. That doesn't happen if you're a team of drunks. So uh, the cheese, obviously, Bellamy has come out and he just – he actually said he wasn't too disappointed with the, the premiership thing, mm. but he was disappointed with, like, the other stuff saying that, um, you know, a drinking culture or whatever. I think that kind of stuff, cheese just, like – that was like the way he worded it. Yeah, like exactly. He just said it wrong. Like yeah. I, I get why Bellamy would be upset about it because of the inference. But when yeah. he was, if you like listening to it, it was not so much about. It wasn't like, oh, we're just a dr-, like the drink. He used the term drinking culture. That's, well, the, which, wrong that's the, pro- the wrong word. If he said we love to get on the piss or something, yeah, or like sweet. you know, that's all just, he yeah. meant was we're all like you said, FIFO workers. We're down in Melbourne, and after a big win, we'll get on the sauce. Yeah, oh, which absolutely. is what everyone else in society does. But he made out like. That's all they did. Yeah, the, the word they drink culture. Yeah, yeah, is like, not. Um, and it makes them sound like alcoholics. He also mm. said fuck sixty one times. I haven't that heard is what Bellamy the biggest said and about cunts that. three times and cunt three times. So. That that's disgraceful. I wonder if Bellamy's going to suck him for that. How um, do you reckon it was first day? Bit ooh, bit, bit awkward. Yeah, bit awkward. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely. Because he didn't. He just he said other stuff like. Um, oh, I won't go back into it. But he, no. did, you know, there were a few things that if you worked for the storm, you would have been like, oh, bro, please. Let's keep on the do you reckon he just was like, right, our boys, obviously, really sorry. Let's go get on the piss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a Roosters jersey? Yeah, exactly. Like, we're could, just, you know. Could you imagine if he rocked up to training in a Roosters jersey? That would be one of the funniest trolls ever. That You'd see that sort of shit in, like, US like, sports. Oh, fuck, fuck, <laughs> forgot. Oh, fuck, I was thinking, dreaming about premiers, oh, sorry, premierships. Dude. Fuck it, hell. Um, but the good thing is, is this, what's funny is I feel like 
Has yeah. he even signed with the Chooks yet? No, nah, nothing's been confirmed. No. Yeah, right. Could you imagine if it was a Warpool? Greatest Warpool of all time. Yeah, that would be the greatest Warpool. Um, I think what's funny, though, is like in a couple of months, we're going to look back on this now, like look back at this and go, what about the drama that was created about this interview that mm-hmm. like... Because there was nothing doing. Bruh. And now the ashes are on. So like, yeah. they were sort of like a week early. Well, I think today is almost where like NRL journos can almost officially just sort of like turn the computer off for fucking a few reckon the North Sydney Bears are looking at angles at the moment? Yeah, the North Sydney Bears are like, oi, what about, can we join the Big Bash? If you're an NRL journo and you <laughs> haven't had this day penciled in for your like holidays, yeah. then you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. So you reckon the, the North Sydney Bears are sending press releases out like, we're about to join the Big Bash. We're going to join the Big Bash. <laughs> North Sydney Bears. Well, they have, they've, got to, they've got to start appeasing the cricket journo now. Yeah. They'll be like a hybrid club. Yeah. What about if we fucking join the, the netball league? Can we do what that? if our players play rugby league in the winter yeah. and then play cricket in the summer? <laughs> North Sydney Bears rugby union. <laughs> what if we play at the NBL? They're looking at everything, which I get. That's, that's you know, that's they not saying coin. no. They yeah. earn their coin. Whoever their marketing guy is, on, during the off-season at least, he's earning their coin. They get more All column kill. inches than, the, than most rugby union. Yeah, that's their true. PR guy's a weapon. <laughs> Like an actual yeah. weapon. Yeah, working his neck off. How he is still in the in the cycle is is, is crazy. It's crazy. It's phenomenal. Um, North Sydney Bears what do, is have, it like? do have cricket. They, they play in the first grade Premier Cricket in Sydney. The there you go. Bears. They are going to be part of the Big Bash. Get them into the Big Bash. Get them in the Big Bash. North Sydney Bears, they'd probably win it. Like, they've been in the headlines every year trying to get back into the comp since when? When did they leave? 97, 98? I can't even remember. It's a long time. <laughs> well, it's 97, so you're looking at like 23 or 4 years. And then the, the merger failed in 2003. Thank God. Who were they trying to merge with? Don't know. I don't I can't remember. It was a long time Matt, ago, dude. Can you, who were they trying to merge with? I wouldn't waste your time. But man. they've been trying to get back in for 18 years. Yeah. Who were they trying to work, merge with, Matt? Trying to. Yeah, uh, it says here, Manly. Wow. But then what happened? So uh, Manly were open to it? No. No, Manly were forced against their will. And yeah. they spent two years shit. fighting the good fight. And then fucking narbrat it and went yeah. back to the way it should Which be. Which is like, if you aren't prepared to fight the good fight, like the Bears aren't, <laughs> then you're not going to get back in the car. Yeah, but like the Rabbitohs fought the good fight. They got kicked out and they weren't their way back in. We were forced to merge against our will and we said, fuck that. And we fought. <laughs> yeah. Unlike the Tigers, unlike the St. George, unlike the Steelers, fucking Steelers, so and unlike the Magpies. Is that two merging? Two mergers? Like you got, what do you mean? Well, like you, you two years of merging. It's like, I didn't hold two years, two honest, seasons. I didn't. I wasn't around. Like I wasn't really paying attention to anything during those those years. There would have been multiple attempts within those years. It was like early two thousands, right? I'm pretty sure like Punked was on. You know, MTV <laughs> was doing its thing. Damn, that's Rage interesting. Is still a thing. Yeah, Rage, one of the great uh, childhood memories. Rage, yeah. Rage, 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 Rage. Sunday morning. Rage. Man. Saturday morning. Rage is still a thing, dude. Saturday morning or Sunday Rage morning? Still, oh, Rage know. still doing they the They don't do the thing. countdown, though. No, but they still do that. The ending is still exactly the same. It's with still that the same. How yeah. is it still a thing? Like, how? You wouldn't be able to sit down and watch it now to be so niche. No, you know what, dude? Not that bad. I've, I've watched Rage. I've got a, a mate who's, like, always had it on. Like, he's just one But of is it niche? No, it's not niche. It's just music fucking... It's just music. So it's not just top 30 best songs? No, no. It's not like uh, yeah, Ariana Grande's of the world. It's still, I think... It used to be, though. Maybe they used to do the top 50, uh, yeah, top 100 like count. Whatever, yeah. But they also, was that every Sunday? Every was Saturday or Sunday morning. Saturday. Mm. Great times. You know what else is another great times? Uh, cheese TV. I was about cheese to say TV. that. Yeah, cheese fucking oath, dude. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh I don't know why the cheese... If the cheese is doing merch, he should have cheese TV with his face on yeah, TV. Absolutely. Cheese TV. Cheese TV was so good. And Love before that TV. was the um, aerobics. Aerobics Oz style. Yeah. Also, that was like 5.45. Saturday Disney. 
Yeah, perfect. Did you watch Saturday yeah, Disney? Of course I did, bro. You know what the worst show that I Shelley hated, Craft. hated when it came on was the wildlife show? That would totally come. wild. Yes, I totally hated wild was great. That. Ranger Stacy. I hated that. Come on, no, Dan. And Ranger Stacy's no an ornament way. to this nation. She's an ornament. When I heard that come on, I was like, no. What about Agro's Cartoon Connections? Is that what that was? Yep. Didn't mind Mate, it. Cheese TV in the morning into ABC Kids in the afternoon. Thank you. Johnson and enough. Friends. I Johnson never and got to watch all of Cheese Arthur. TV though. Arthur. I had to go to school too early, like to watch fucking. What was TV. the? What was the? You had to go to, well, it's Cheese TV started at six a.m. But like to watch all of it. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, that's what I'm saying. I didn't get to watch all of it. Long trip from the country to yeah. school, I assume. You had to like walk 10k and five minutes. We'd always, yeah. Um, I never got to watch all of the cheese. Pokemon TV. was on cheese TV. Never watched Pokemon. Didn't you? Never got into it. You didn't watch cheese TV. I watched cheese TV. I didn't get into Pokemon. But like as I a was, kid, you just watch what's no, on. No, because it was. I was. I, I didn't watch cheese TV. I watched cheese TV pre Pokemon being on there. Think about how easy it would be to be successful back in the day. It wasn't. It was on there when we were like year five, six. I seven. wasn't watching Pokemon. I didn't give a fuck in year about six. Po I never gave a shit about Pokemon in year six. I ever. I've never cared for Pokemon. Never had the cards. That's weird. weird. I know. Look, that's, weird. that's dude, so weird. Listen, it's yeah. so he act so like in the morning when there's nothing else to do except watch cheese TV. He's like, nah, not watching this. Yeah, nah, I was at boarding shit. school, so we didn't really sit around and watch cheese TV in, in year, year five six. And six. Yeah, you went. You were in boarding school in year five. Yeah, year four, or five, five and six. Yeah. Five what did you just do? Fucking. You get it. You just run around. Like as soon as you're out of it, you just go. I didn't fucking know you were in boarding school in year five. Yeah, dude. that's fucked. That is fucked. Yeah, dude. I know. I know. So like Damn. I need a bit of fucking support when it's like I didn't get to see Cheese TV and you're like you guys are fucking ripping on me. It was tough. Oh, I get it. You were cleaning your shoes, yeah. going for a run or something. Yeah, what was, is boarding school like as a ten-year-old? Uh, I have relatively decent memories of it. Like it wasn't like it was bad. It was kind of cool. You just fucking hung out, lived with your mates. So it wasn't the worst thing ever. So young. That's why I didn't watch Pokemon. Mm. Bro, you would have loved Pokemon. But Pokemon yeah. was big. It was just, out. I just never really gave a shit about Pokemon for whatever reason. Yeah. No, because I had lots of friends that were that were into it and the cards and all that bullshit. Mm. I like tech decks and fucking yeah, crazy bones and the, the marbles. Tech Digim uh, yeah. What were they called? Um, Digimons. No, oh, Digimons. no, no, no. The other ones, Beyblades. Didn't have Beyblades. I didn't do Beyblades. <laughs> what? What do you got over there, man? What are you fucking saying? Beyblades are huge. Yeah, Beyblades. Never, I don't know. Beyblades, Yo-Ho, Diablo, Yo-Yo. Ah, they were hit. Did you have the oh, brain? The yeah, ones that spin? They slept. They were slept. Yeah. Oh, did the Yo-Yo Master go to your school? No, nah, I didn't go to my it school. It came to ours. I seem to remember Yo-Yo Master. He's like, fucking. He was banging him out. I'm like, fucking. Why aren't Yo-Yo's cool anymore? Maybe they are. We're not really. I'm not. They'll come back. You reckon? Yeah. Maybe also because like young well, kids are just it. all like on their phones. It was an old dude shit. that came and did the yo-yo. Yeah. No old dudes come and do on yo-yos these days. Well, I'm not at school I think, anymore. I think kids still have trinkets, I think. Maybe. Like so like I reckon the yo-yo come back around. I remember like- She's gonna have a phone in the schoolyard and shit. You need shit too. Cause I had no money. I was always jealous of the people that had the yo-yos yo that could sleep for like- Months. 15 seconds. Oh, no, they were like-, they were like Really expensive yeah. ones. I had a cheap and nasty yeah, one. Yeah. Thanks, mum. And it would like hit your knuckles. Mine and was shit. And it looked like, cool, but it was bah, shit. Bah. And also, they'd sleep and they'd like lights would go yeah. on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was hardcore. Do you yeah. ever have a Digimon? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think I had a Digimon. I didn't. Have you have to either. wipe its poos and like have it in your bag yep. and shit. Yep. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd die of its own shit. I never had one. <laughs> it's like shit itself. It to death. would. It would. No, it would that like, was a Tamagotchi. Oh yeah, that was Tamagotchi. Oh, Tamagotchi. No, it was yeah. a Digimon. But there was, there was a, a Digimon. Digimon was a ripoff of Tamagotchi, but you could um, battle them. And you could evolve, oh, yeah. right? And it wasn't like Fucking a dinosaur you or could some evolve. shit. Yeah. They were a way cooler version of Tamagotchi, which you just had to feed. But like Digimons, you had to train and Man, shit. Man, I remember you my- You put it in the gym, pump him up, he'd get massive, then you'd battle people. 
So sick. Man, the days, eh? Yeah, the days they were well. good. Do you reckon yo-yos are like, or Diablos are going to come back? Oh, Diablos, I can Diablos. I say something about Diablos? Bit fire twirlery. Mm. So it's sort of like a gateway to the fire twirler <laughs> yeah. life, I reckon. Because you've got to carry the sticks around with you and shit. It's, it's a, a bit over the top. So you reckon your mate that was really Yo-yo good. Diablo is a bit like... Ugh. Gateway drug to fire twirling. <laughs> Don't you reckon? <laughs> like that sort of shit. Yeah, it's a so bit... You, so mate. you reckon that every fire twirler... That, every fire twirler... Every fire twirler under Yo-Yo Diablo. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Swear to God. Not every Yo-Yo Diablo turn... Because I didn't graduate to fire twirling, thank Christ. <laughs> thank God. So whoever Touch the best... Yeah. Whoever the best is at Yo-Yo Diablo, whoever was the best at it, they yes. usually progressed into... Well, because they did it for the longest. And they're yeah. like, this is boring now. I need to I need to upgrade to flame. Yeah, exactly. I need to up the stakes a little bit here. I need to set this bitch on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, the days, eh, when you were a little kid? Yep. Lunchboxes and that? Did you used to pack, have, like, pack lunch in that? Lunchbox yeah. or a lunch order. Which lunch I'm order every Friday. Every Friday was the lunch order, but you'd have pack recess and then yeah. you'd get the lunch delivered in like the little box. But I used to get like shapes, tiny teddies. Ghost. Uh, Ghost cookies? Is that they were? No, they were, they were, are you talking about the one Ghost with the tree, the chocolate tree? Yeah, and there was like a chocolate on the back, biscuit on the front. That's the one I, I can't remember what it's called. No, I don't know what they are. I can't remember what they're called. I remember my, my mate, my rich mate always used to give me a dollar and I'd get those uh, pink donut girls. You know the pink, pink donut, the donut girls. girls? It's like shaped as a... As a oh, you mean a, from a, Donut King? No, no, from Donut King, from our tuck shop. Shaped oh. as a human, but it's a donut. Never seen that in my it's, life. No, yeah, they used so to sell a Donut King. They're like shaped as like a, just like as a, a gingerbread man kind no, of yeah, thing. Yeah, but it was a donut. It, it, yeah, the, the, the consistency was of a donut. A donut. Yeah, 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 but yeah, shaped yeah. as a human and it had like uh, pink icing on top of it. Damn, dude. Shout out to Devon and Sauce sandwiches. Did you ever have Devon and Sauce? No, I never did the Devon and Sauce sandwiches. Young Buck? No. no. Devon and Sauce. Beautiful. You guys have Sunny Boys at your tuck shop? Yes. Yep. No. They were sick. I, I, I remember Mini everyone, chocolate moves for like, what, 30 cents? Oh, you remember the chocolate Bang. moves? But everyone talking about Sunny Boys. I was like, what the fuck is a Sunny Boy? They were so nice, bro. And now they've been discontinued. Super Doopers? Yes. But Hot a Zuba Duper wouldn't hold up over the course of a day in your lunchbox. No, no I'm saying from the tuck shop. <laughs> Soup, mate. Oh, no, because you'd freeze the Sunny Boys. Freeze and the Sunny Boys. And then you'd pop them. Yeah. So yeah, juice, good, yeah, Just Juice Poppers. Um, but Zuba Duper's punters and dribblers, throw a bag of them in the freezer for summer. Oh, they are yeah. Unbelievable. They're they have, And they've got... They've, they've aged like a fine wine. Yeah. Yeah. They're still good to go. Oh, it's not like timeless. the old trials would treat me like, no, nah, it's a bit sweet. Zuba Duper's are fucked up. Good. Yeah, they hold up. And they've come like they've they've really doubled down on making them taste good. Like, They're so hmm. tasty. Oh, and in a hot day when you're oh boiling, you bring God. out a super duper. I'll go four, four or five. Just yeah, bang oh, three's about the cutoff. And you see, then they get just, too sweet. You know, a sign of a good day is when you got a sink filled with just the tops of super dupers. Yeah, just going yeah. There. And all and, the good f- and bleeding gums. Like, yes. Eh. And only like the like orange flavors left. All like the the pinks are gone. Purple. All the purples pink's gone. gone. Purple's gone. Blue's gone. But all the shit flavors are still sitting in the fridge. I still didn't mind orange though. Oh look, you'll you, you'll bring it home house. with an orange. Pink's yeah. great. Pink, pink, was, pink was pink was the grouse. Pink's go. Pink and uh, blue because it was bubblegum. Yeah, I yes. love. Blue. Oh fuck, it was good. <laughs> I think I know what I'm purchasing on the way home. <laughs> some um, some like uh, like little sort of independent corner stores have zuba dupers. Oh, what? thank God for Is it like Lucy's? You're buying one at you a time? You can buy Lucy's, yeah. Shit. You can still buy a 24-pack for five yeah, bucks. Yeah, fucking yeah, 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 Woolies yeah. and shit you can buy. They're the best. Best ever. Um, so Melbourne don't have a drinking culture. Um, but uh, anyway, on to the next subject. Uh, Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poyer. If you aren't moister than an oyster for this fight, oh, I am yeah. not here. Slipping off your seats. What do you reckon, boys, who you got? Dustin. Yeah. Dustin. Yeah. 
Dustin. It's Dustin's time. It's his yeah. time. It's Dustin's I want it time. For Dustin. What a journey. It's Dustin's yeah. he's, Matt, he's done the hard yards. Oh, has he done the hard yards? Has hard anyone yards. ever done harder yards? No, he's done the hardest yards. Every yard has been hard. Been hard. He's done very hard yards. I would say for Such Charles, hard yards. Oliveira, like, he was very like he's his story's pretty hectic as well in terms of how many fights he's had and like up and downs of his career. But I felt like his title win was it wasn't really a title fight. It was like... Against Chandler? Yeah, as in that Dustin yeah. was like, I want to fight Connor. Yeah, I want to get money. I want to get money. Red, which red is complete, Exactly. So you can understand Can you blame your man? But Charles still... Charles is a serious motherfucker. I'll tell you what, Don't blokes that say... Any bloke that says no to a red panty night is... Well, like, they've never had a red panty night. Yeah, they don't know yeah, what they're about. It. They don't know what they're about. Whereas Dustin, he's had a couple red panty nights mm -hmm. now. He's had two. He's had two, and he's probably going to get a couple more. Uh, I think he'll get a third. Well, regardless I of I think the they're going to fight until Connor wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Dustin's like, that's fine by me. Yeah, I'll do it again. <laughs> like, we're going to see Dustin versus Connor 20. Yeah. Yeah. And he's going to keep going to, like, break and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's going to open up, like, a lot yeah, of yeah. store. I've changed my fucking training. I'm an animal now. <laughs> I really focus this yeah. time. Dude, look how jacked I am. Yeah, but you're, like, fucking he is 50 kilos out of the weight now. class. That's, a, oh, that's an issue he's for me. 85 kilos at yeah. the moment. But that's an Apparently. issue for me. Like, why are you getting that big? Like, why are you getting that big? So you can you, cut down. Oh, man. my God. But you sh it's just bad for you. Like, you should be getting to your fight weight and staying there. Yeah. No, because he's got his eyes on the welters now. Oh, mate. You hear that? Yeah. He wants to go with Ma. He's like, yeah, bro. Bro, don't I'm do like, that. Ooh, Dude, I don't know about that, bro. Kill you. He reckons he sees weakness. Of course he does. He says he sees that all weakness time. everywhere. He was on the ground. <laughs> oh my God, I don't know about that, mate. He was I don't the, know about that. He had a broken leg trying to fight Dustin. Usman would fucking. Rip I do head kind out. of do respect yeah. that element of Connor though. In I'm that, playing. like, I mean, it was disrespectful what he did, but he shared that photo of like Anderson laying on the ground with a broken leg, Weidman laying on the ground with a broken leg, Connor just sitting there, his leg snapped, and he's just like fuming. You're like, Jesus Christ. Well, it's a psychotic. It's a psychotic inability to accept defeat. Yes. Which is what you want in your champions. It is. But it doesn't make for a fantastic individual. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to go Dustin Poirier, yeah, Conor McGregor, until Conor wins. Yep. Because like, you can just keep selling it. Yeah, just keep doing it. But even like, and but Conor's in the best position as well, right? Because he's, he's still the money fight. Yeah. The UFC love money fights. The people love the money fights. He can literally just sort of like meander around the UFC trying to fight people. Yeah. He could fight Usman, I reckon. I reckon they'd nearly give it to him if he was like, fuck they you. They would 100% give, like, give it to him. And so he's just got this opportunity to win belts having done nothing. nothing. Yeah. Chalking up loss after loss, but he's still the fucking money drawer. And everyone's like, yeah, fucking oath. His I'll ability to stay at the top. It's crazy. Is, Despite not being at yeah, the top. Is some of the best I've ever seen. It's the best I've ever seen. Yeah. I've never seen You're a right guy. Though. He would get a title fight at Wilta. They go, here you go. If he was, like, if he, if it, <laughs> who if, else can Usman fight? If he was boxing. There's no one left. No, there's no one left. If he was in boxing like this and going the way he was going, it'd be like, oh, well, you're done. Mm. Like, you're not getting a title fight when you come back from a broken hand. Yeah. You just got the shit kicked out of you. Like, and what's crazy is he's so good at so seeding, sowing doubt in people's minds. Like, for example, Dustin Poirier's second fight, that, oh, sorry, would have been a third fight. Dustin was clearly dominating the fight. But there's a lot of people out there that feel like, no, he broke his leg. Like, he could have, you know, Connor could have come back in the second. You know what I mean? Yeah, they yeah. actually think. And he releases photos of, like, his leg in ice and stuff in all the camps, like, coming up, leading up yeah. to the fight. He's like, the leg's been fucked for ages. For ages. Okay. And it's just like, oh, okay, well, why, did, why was he winning the fight till that point? Mm. Um, which and then he's like, he put up the video know, afterwards. He, it's like you were getting pieced and up. He put up, <laughs> he put up the video after the fight and it's him sitting in the hospital bed after surgery. Or no, it might have even been pre-surgery. And he's just literally just dabbing blood in his ear. And he's like, look at my face. Not a fucking scratch on me. A little bit of blood in the ear. And you're like, you are good <laughs> at sowing seeds of doubt, Connor. Oh, I mean, sowing seeds of doubt is a superpower. Yeah. It's a superpower. It gets you out of a lot of uh, bad places.
Mm. You can sow a seed of doubt and then just grow that doubt. Yeah, he'd yeah. be a good lawyer. I'd be a great lawyer. Well, you can sow the seed, but it's whether or not it takes. Yeah. And he's good at fucking... He's, he's, good at, he's a gaslighter. Uh, germination. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> germination. That's, what the, that's the term I'm looking <laughs> he, for. He's the kind of guy where you can watch something happen and then he can convince you that that didn't happen. The sky's blue, he's saying it's red. I'm going, well... well I mean, well, he's saying it pretty convincingly. I mean, maybe I'm not... last time you looked at it? Yeah, haven't had my eyes tested. I'm telling you, Dustin, the next, the, 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 if they fight again... Because, like, what's crazy is if Dustin wins this... The USC will most likely let Connor fight for the belt mm-hmm. against Dustin mm-hmm. next for his comeback fight. And I'm, I'm actually here. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. All Fuck it. All about it. I mean, I feel sorry for all the people that are working their dicks off to get to that position. And he's just, but he, you know what? He sells tickets yeah. and they're a business. I, even, would, I, want him, I, I also do want him to fight Usman. Bruh. I want him to That's fight scary. all. Yeah. I, I honestly want to see that happen. Oh my God. But he even said that when like he put a, he put like a tweet, you know, he gets like a little bit fucking whiskey pissed and he starts oh, like, tweeting yeah. but it was like maybe a bit he basically was just like like i'm paraphrasing obviously but he's like just let it be known like when i come back i'm fighting for the belt yes. and you don't like it too fucking bad this is the way it is you're gonna wait and it's like you know oh, i wish i had that quote because it's a funny it's like daddy's home or yeah, something like that yeah. he's like big big dad big dick daddy's home or some shit like that what was crazy is like how someone hasn't gone brah stop tweeting when you i mean we love it as fans, it's all the drama and that. But surely someone's gone, bro, can you please stop tweeting when you're like... Yeah, he's the king of the tweet and delete. Tweet and delete. Tweet and delete. Dana loves it, mate. So it look, keeps him relevant, keeps him at the top of the tree. Yeah. Because he's still the money card. It's crazy. And like no his pay-per-view close. numbers are fucking triple everyone else's. He's yeah. actually, in terms of like the top 10 UFC fight, pay-per-view fights... He'd have all he, of them, Where he? he almost has all of them. I think Brock Lesnar and... Um, oh, yeah, Brock, yeah, it's like the first Nier, three or something. Yeah. He's got. Th- There's I a think couple though, but he's got. He's got. Th- yeah, he's got Crazy. most of them. Could you imagine? Uh, I would love to see Khabib and him again, just because of the build-up. Obviously, well, that's the there. biggest pay-per-view fight. Holy, yeah. in the UFC. Could and then he's got is, is and then was he had, him and, and Floyd then, the biggest in boxing, or did was Floyd Manny bigger? Floyd, Floyd Manny was, was bigger. bigger. God, it'd be sick if he had the fucking biggest. In but he's got two. He's. I think he's got two of the three biggest cards, pay-per-views of all time. Yeah, Connor. And then like the top in the five, UFC. the top five is like four is his, like or like yeah. three or so. It's like a lot, um, crazy. But uh, yeah, I, man, Dustin Poirier, if he wins, what a journey! Yeah, there was a period there. I was like, nah, he's a middle of the road, journeyman. solid journeyman. That's kind of like a roadblock for a lot of the yeah. young guys coming through. If you beat him, you're a, you're a top five. Yeah, like. but he's just his boxing is so slick, um, and I agree with you with the the Charles Oliveira winning the title, like. I mean, technically he's got the title, but it was against a Michael Chandler who had one fight mm. in the UFC with Dan Hooker, I think. Yeah, Dan Hooker. Um, and yeah, so I think this is the real title fight and I hope Dustin wins. I just can't see... The only way I can see Oliveira winning probably on the ground with some kind of sub- submission, I can't see Oliveira outboxing Dustin, but I could be wrong. I haven't watched as much as Oliveira as I've you know, watched Dustin. But I mean, Dustin nearly out, pretty much outstruck Conor McGregor in the yeah. first two rounds or round and a half or whatever last fight. Well, I tell you when I was like, oh, Dustin's a motherfucker. Like beyond, again, the sort of perception was when Max Holloway, who was the greatest featherweight of all time, came up to lightweight and he just fucked him up. Like he outboxed Max and it was yeah. just like, oh, shit. Absolutely. Dustin's Absolutely. the man. He is the man. So hopefully Dustin gets a win. But... If Charles wins, I'm still happy with that too because his story is amazing as well. Mm. Similar trajectory. You thought, oh, he's just a middle-of-the-road guy, comes back, kills it. So He's had like 
30 fights or something in the UFC Crazy. or maybe just a professional but he's had so many fights because he's been in the UFC since he was like a pup yeah Crazy. Cannot wait. Now, this is an interesting fight. <laughs> Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Penne. Uh, Amanda Nunes is a beast. Mm -hmm. And, like, it'd be, if Juli Juliana Penne wins this, it would be one of the greatest upsides of all time. Yes. What would Amanda Nunes be paying, like, dollar one? It'd be pretty much nothing. Like, honestly, can you check that for us, please, Matt? Uh, so it was her last fight against... Uh, Megan Anderson, the Aussie, and she just fucked oh her up. Oh, my God. Like, that was... That Megan was Anderson, barbaric. With the greatest respect. That was so... You thought to yourself, she shouldn't be in there. Well, like, you know, it obviously... Anyone who steps in the ring is a fucking animal, so you don't want to be sort of disparaging. But she looked like, oh, fuck, I shouldn't be in here. Like, she was getting absolutely fucked, where it was like... It looked like Nunes was like, hmm, how am I going to beat her? Do I want to just knock her out? Or do I don't want to choke her out? Or what do I want to do? She's here? a black belt on the ground as well. Like, she's not, she was a, a jiu-jitsu before she was a striker. Yeah. She's, and her power, oh my God, it's just, she's so impressive. Greatest woman fighter of all time. I, I want to see her and Shevchenko again. Dude, I, I thought so she, much. I thought Shevchenko won their second one. I thought that she won on points. Um, so I've never seen any of their previous fights, but it's like it just seems like such the obvious thing to do. Where it's like you've got the two best female fighters on the planet in the sim, in like that can both make the same weight. Like, why the fuck aren't we I doing? Don't, that? I don't like again. Nunes is the champ, so this is just rumors. But Shevchenko keeps saying, oh, "I want yeah. the fight." I'd, I I'd pick Shevchenko over Nunes. Absolutely. What do you got there, mate? Uh, Nunes is paying a dollar ten to win. A dollar ten. Yeah. What's and first the, round is two dollars thirty-seven. Uh, Juliana's paying six dollars. Wow, so pretty much the same. Like that shows you how incredible what Cambosis did then, because he was paying six bucks mm -hmm. to beat Lopez. Yep. Um, hasn't he turned into a star, Cambosis? Just getting around oh. town, dresses flashy as fuck. I love it. Oh, so flashy. All so you dress when you're a fucking world champ, champ bro. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Amanda Nunes, I think, is going to win uh, quite easy. Another great fight on the card, though. Or two great fights. Kai Kara France, who is a Kiwi, against Cody Garbrandt. Someone's getting knocked out. We are, I don't know if we ever mentioned it before, but half Kiwi. Half Kiwi, yeah. So there's obviously, it's nice to have a brother out there doing it for uh, Aotearoa. Is that, that's it. That's it, right? <laughs> New Zealand, uh, buddy. New Zealand. Um, but Cody Garbrandt, obviously, of he used to have the belt, got one of the greatest knockouts of all time last year, or even this year, maybe. Last year, I think. The one where he's just like, He's yeah, doing that, and then he just goes, Bang. fucking bog. Yeah, okay, uh, um, so great fight, that. But then we've got Sean O'Malley, who for a bit there was considered the next Conor McGregor, and then he faltered, but he is a showman. He's yeah. a showman. He's a big showman. showman. And he's got some serious hands. Like, he's a – he is – well, that last fight where he fought that poor bastard who had green hair and he just oh beat the shit out of him for three rounds. Like That was violent. That was He wouldn't take a knee, that bloke with green Well, that guy hair. had, like, one of the most amazing chins, probably to the long-term detriment of his own health. I can't remember. But that was a great card. It was his first fight in the UFC. I think he was stepping in because O'Malley's opponent fell oh, out. Oh, and he just got And he just battered. got blasted. Like, just got completely blasted. Um, I don't think – I don't know Raw Leon – uh, Paula, but O'Malley, I like, isn't he? Where we, maybe you were saying this, but he's like, for considering how much hype he's got, how well known he is, and how good he is, he doesn't seem to be fighting that next level of fighter, even though he did lose to mm. um, to old mate whose Look, name just, escapes me. It but someone you. was saying it was on like, it was because he was on, 
he won like the Dana White sort of looking for a fight thing. He's on that contract still. So he's mm. like, I'm not fighting anyone big until I get off that contract so I can get yeah. big dick money. No, I can understand that. But it also, it shows you how incredible McGregor's white rise was. Like rarely do we see a flashy guy saying, I'm going to knock him out here. Like Sean O'Malley tried to come in and do that. And he got beaten. Yeah. Um, Everyone's tried to come in. Yeah, like Connor was tried to do predicting it. the rounds. Yeah, as the, well in the dressing. That was room. what was crazy. He was yeah. knocking every motherfucker out. He was picking the rounds, and then he just picked him off symptomatically. Was and that one Aldo of the, in fourteen seconds? Oh, man. thirteen. That he was, was practicing like, it in the dressing room yeah. before he went out. He was going like pretending to be Aldo, and then he was just going. Bob. That was so ridiculous. Was yeah. that was that one of the greatest sporting runs in history? I'd say yeah, yeah I'd say, it's the I'd greatest in I've like in our time that yeah. I can think That's of. That's the Mike Tyson in, of our time. It, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yes. Uh, that rise, hundred yeah. percent. Absolutely. Like wild. him on the back against Mendez and then fucking gets out of it. And yeah. then he said he's gonna knock him out in the second, second round, round and, and then got like ten yeah. seconds to go. And there are a couple of those ones where you can hear the commentators, and I think it was the Mendez one, where Rogan is just going, he's just saying wow. Yeah. Like he's just clearly like awestruck about what he's seen. He's going, Wow. Yeah. I think it's Aldo. Aldo one that where Rogan's like, wow. Right. Like, well, yeah, exactly. So it was like, you just, he had so many of those moments. Oh, and even Eddie Alvarez, sorry. It, Eddie, it could have been Eddie Alvarez yeah. as well. Where he it might have been just Eddie Alvarez, yeah. where he just pulls him apart. Remember yeah. that combo? It might have been oh. at the end. I think it and might have been And he hits him all the way down. Like he, he lands, as Alvarez is falling, he hits him all the way. It's just, yeah. that was his zenith. Yeah. Yeah. As yep. a fighter. He should have gone Floyd Mayweather, lost, then retired. That's what he should have done. Chris, you, Chris Martino. Chris Martino. Tino. That was the, the green head dude who got fucked up. Bro, his chin was outrageous. Yeah. I think, now that I think about it, I think it's the Eddie Alvarez fight where Joe Rogan is literally like, wow, he yeah. came in, that was the perfect fight. Yeah. I would have liked fight. to have seen that Connor, the Eddie Alvarez kind of fight Khabib. Oh, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, same. Because he's saying he would have beaten him, but He's like, the only person to fuck. take at least one round off Khabib. Everyone else is barely taking a round off him. Mm. Like... Um, yeah, if he wins the title again, that will be one of the greatest redemption arcs. Well, we'll be straight back on. Oh, straight back on. I mean, yeah. straight back on. I, mean, I just, I, I, I don't, I haven't seen, yeah, that I haven't seen much evidence. Well, I can like, never but. get back to the space I was with. Everything that he's done, oh, I can appreciate and respect like greatness if he did do that, but I can never get back to the point where no, I was like, no, this no. guy. I, I'm not going to get back to riding like I used to. Yeah. No, Fuck, I used, well, to, I used to ride the shaft. Yeah. Jesus, I used to take the whole thing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> He was the first person that I supported where it like fully upset me if he lost. Yes. That's I used like, to watch every single piece of Connor yeah. content, content. content on the internet. There was Absolutely. nothing left. 100%. And you'd like try and find like obscure fucking yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, oh dude, fucking look at this 30 minute interview I haven't seen before. And you're oh, like, this is fuck. good. Settle in. What a <laughs> Dull, I'm off to the toilet. <laughs> what a Beyond the John. And it's funny when a guy like Sean O'Malley comes in, you, you're like, when it's happening, you're like, oh, I better get on now because this might be the next thing and I want to be a part of that. You know, everyone yeah. wants to be a part of that r rise, but it just doesn't happen. Cody yeah. Garbrandt, similar. There was just like crazy rise and then he, you know, lost it to does He didn't even defend his belt, did he? He beat, didn't he beat, he beat uh, Dominic Cruz and, and then, then he lost to TJ Dillashaw, Dillashaw. Yeah, then, which was a wild But he fight. also had, he, he had him rocked and yeah. like it was just before the end of the round. Like wild he actually would have won it. Isn't that just a sliding door? Oh, he fucking drops God. him and then the bell goes. Were you on the Ronda Rousey train when she started coming up? Yeah, I was. I wasn't as deep as like when Joe Rogan was just just saying. He was, on, he, was he was crying on a podcast. Yeah, about it was, how and he was like, she was. "She's she is the the greatest." Blah blah blah. But I guess at the mo at that moment she was right. Like you can, it's well all well and good to look back with the power of hindsight. Yeah, but if like, you, eh. yeah, yes, 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 but no, because like when you looked at her, a lot of people you'd say like she has so many holes in her game. Like she's not even a good sh like her shadow boxing isn't even that good. But in saying that, it's very. 
easy in hindsight yeah. to go very easy look that look at that the, but the train i wasn't fully on the train but i was watching the train yeah i was on the brock lesnar train because i was into it hard when brock was there then i sort of dropped off a bit and then i was back when connor cut the connor train the Brock Lesnar train was a fun fucking train to be on. He was just a terrifying motherfucker. He's a big... I mean, how he didn't get popped for juice, I'll never know. Well, I think because at that time they were all sort of juicing. But even when he more. came back, though, like he came well, back. Well, you know, oh, because they just needed him back. Mark Hunt. Mark Hunt. Yeah. That's right. And, Mark, that's and then Mark Hunt was never the same. He was so filthy. Yeah, he was yeah. Filthy. That was UFC 200. Flop of a card. It was because Connor ye- fucking that yellow fucking the yellow ring thing. Oh, yeah, it was a flop of the card because Connor was supposed to fight on that, and then he didn't go to the press. Conference. And then DC John Jones were meant to fight, and then D- uh, John Jones popped, and so then he fought Anderson Silva, and he just took him down and just shit card. Talk about John Jones, like just he I, like I don't know he, how he he's been... back. He's back. He's off the alcohol now, oh, but he's posting fuck. like videos of him and his family and shit. Now I'm like, bros, you. Didn't you fucking domestic violence or allegedly domestic violence? No. Well, he reckons he's off the piss and he's turning things around. We'll see if he fucking stays off it or not. Okay. okay. I hope he does. I'd like um, to see him back. Well, What's the cricket score? It's still lunch. It's still lunch. Still, still lunch. about to come back on. We're dominating though. We're dominating. Uh, but uh, that is that is us. That is us for, for the week, guys. Uh, make sure to follow Hello Sport at Hello mm-hmm. Sport on Instagram. Got any announcements? Anything coming up? 90 mediums. 90 mediums are the last room. 80 mediums. 80 mediums. That's it. And then... That's all she wrote. That's all, that's she, all wrote. she wrote. 80 mediums, so... So if you're a large, lose weight, get into the medium. Yeah. If you're a small, put weight on, get into the medium. <laughs> if we don't... If the mediums don't go, which we assume they'll be gone by the time you finish this podcast, then we will be stitching them together to make a quilt. Because what the fuck else are we going to do? Someone wanted us to uh, sign them and frame them, but I prefer the idea of... 70 odd mediums making up a, yeah. a nice summer I also quilt. don't know how I would feel about signing my own merch and then what trying to like sell it to people. No. Wait, do you want to sign No, shit no, we'll me? be making a quilt. Yeah. That will be given to someone or not given to anyone and we just have it. You could do prizes for only medium sized people though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, or we can make a quilt. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Do a quilt. We'll leave it here if you want. You can there you go. Sit in the beanbag. Yep. Um but more than likely, they'll just sit in a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of work, man. 70 things to put them together. That's well, we lot. wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. Oh, okay. I don't so know how to sew. We'd outsource the sew. Do you know how to sew? Do you, you know want to do it? You know what's knitting? Yeah. You know we got taught knitting at school? Yeah. I used to love that shit. Really? My oh, mum's huge So you knitting. could do it? No, no, not anymore. Wanna... I've lost the skill set. But I had the skill set. Do you set. want to learn it again? No, I don't want to learn it again. I don't want to learn it again. 25 an hour. There you go. Oh, now you're making you money. You're making oh, money no. and you're bringing back something you used to love to do. Nah. Nah, I'm all good, thank you. Okay. okay. Matt, do you want 25 an hour? Uh, no, thanks. Okay. Well, okay. well fuck. All right. Well, I, don't know how, I don't know how to knit. I can give it to my grandma if you want. Well, well does she want 25 an hour? She's 30, man. No, no, she doesn't go like lower than 30. I'm her 25 manager. is good money. That's I'm cash. I'm a manager. I'm a manager. I'm That's th- cash off the books, nah, nah, tax free. 30 minimum for what's your grandma's name? I'm manager, but I've got Ed- a name. Edna. Edna, Edna, who I'm representing because I'm a manager, it's thirty dollars minimum. Or there's no. Well, that's yeah, you're fan. taking that's a clip, of Edna, so she's no, only getting twenty five hey, an hour anyway. Look, our agreement. No, nah, but that's twenty five. That's that's thirty through the books. So she's she getting taxed on that. 30, 30 25 minimum. cash, better option. Yeah, it is. No, thirty minimum. We do things by the books. So I'm not getting. What sorry was the name again? Edna. You don't even know the name. I'm of your not client. getting Edna done by the tax office because you boys want to do cash. I'm not confident that you represent Edna. There, no, I said it. Uh, he thirty dollars. Know her name. Thirty dollars. Minimum. That's the minimum we're going. There's no budget. This well, is not, not negotiation. Well, tactics. it sounds like Edna's not for us. No. Sorry, Edna. <laughs> Might just go with my mum. So mom. now now she's 
upset. Now you've now, upset. Well, Matt's it's, it's poor management. No, you know what's happening here is a manager's come and fucked another deal. <laughs> managers. Oh, uh, look, I'll speak to Edna. She's got plenty of offers going around, so she won't even care. Okay. She's the we'll bee's see. knees of the knitting game. Look, you've missed out. You, you've got our email, Edna. We'll wait to hear from you once you've <laughs> sacked Edna. Let us know if they've done Edna dirty by not offering her $30 an hour. Or 25 cash like, tax what is free this? She's off the books, a grandma. under the table. She's not a 16-year-old kid at we're a box. She'd probably do it for free. Yeah, we're giving her cash uh, under the you're table. You're taking advantage of the elderly. No, we're not. No, we're not. She's oh, got nothing else to do. Lucky <laughs> she's got me around to take care of her. You want you want a clip. Blokes like you taking advantage you of elderly. You want a clip of Edna's fucking hard Blokes work. Blokes like you taking advantage of old people. No, it's offering work when there was none. It's disgusting. Yeah. You're a disgrace. She's got plenty of work. You're a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> She's got plenty of work coming in. Let us know if, if Edna's being ripped off by these absolute snake oil salesmen. Yeah, or, or is she being fucking, or is we've, have we got a dodgy manager coming in here trying <laughs> to get his pound of flesh off? Poor old oh, Edna. Give me a break. I've given There's her plenty of There's probably a cash operator anyway. You're trying to get her on the court. Of course she's I'll a cash operator. Of We're giving her she cash. <laughs> Bit well, of playing around money. Exactly. Take it down. Shout the bingo cash. Shout the girls a bit of Kino. Yeah. Shout the girls a couple yeah, of balls of shine. If you paid her adequately, you can't just undercut a grandma. 25 cash. Bruh, that's not undercutting Bruh, then anyone. She gets done. She gets done. Because she's not getting done. Done? Her, what, she's going to get, Edna's going to get ordered. Do you, think, do you think the ATO Fair doesn't income. watch this? Do you you think know what? A- we pay her cash. He fucking, he tips off the, the, the tax man. Edna's in jail. No, no. You think the ATO predator, doesn't dude. watch this? You're a You guys trying to get her in trouble saving you money. I'm fucking worried about it. Why don't you pay her directly? I'm worried. I'm worried about Edna. I'm concerned about other elderly people that you're trying to take advantage of for a quilt. I think it's probably safer for Edna's long-term well-being that we don't do this deal because... We've already said He's no. fucking dodgy. No, no, no. We've already said no. So you can't take the deal away because we said no first. We've pulled the deal. No, no. We pulled out. We pulled no, out. I'm pretty sure services. if you go back, you'll see that we pulled we the pulled, deal. No, no. We pulled we out. It's not for us. No, no. We said that like five minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, we have. Anyway. We've pulled then. <laughs> Grab a case of bloke in a bar, sit back, enjoy the crickets. Uh, go to our store locator, put in your postcode. It'll put uh, the closest stores at Stock Bloke in a Bar. Uh, or ask your local independent to stock us. As usual, I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you. <laughs>